have I got a story for you. One, and that's filled with all sorts of random ass late night giggles from the two people partaking. But if you were just to say the topics aloud, I assure you, you would not be laughing. Bullying, isolation, foster homes, addiction, meth houses, suicides. Thankfully, she has figured out how to get past this past and is hoping for a bright, fun-filled future with a former guest of the podcast, no less. Shout out, Andre. Keep keeping it weird on the West Coast, homeboy. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Vacuums. The house cleaning machine that needs to be unleashed from your hallway closet. Sliced bread and a broom with a motor and a bag. The two things that make our chimp asses feel like humans. Vacuums have simplified the process of keeping floors clean, crumb clean, appropriately hypoallergenic, and are there to help your step count when you're 500 or so away from filling those Apple watch rings. Has there been an industry that was as good at sucking since? Suction cups, which were invented back in 3 BC. 1901, folks. That's when the vacuum came around. That's two fucking thousand years later. And finally, someone figured out how to harness and control that sort of sucking power. Maybe someone should have just asked all those ladies of the night from Game of Thrones. We here at the pod love a swivel-headed vacuum to suck up all the peanut particles and Atlantic puffin feathers from our floors. A quick-release handle is a must to get those hard-to-clean crevices. Our only issue is we wish those bitches were heavier. Honestly, it seems a little gender-biased to keep making them so goddamn light. Can't guys or ladies or non-identifiers want buy and triceps along with dust-free floors? I mean... Who has time for both? Cleaning or a workout? Cleaning or a workout? Ah, so fucking complicated life. Vacuums are looking for your feedback as to how they can be better integrated into your daily life so they can come up with the next innovation. Email them at vacuumsuck, but shouldn't suck this much, at madeupemailaddress.com. Again, that is... Vacuum suck, but shouldn't suck this much at madeupemailaddress.com. And let them know the next improvement you expect, since they cut the cord and went to battery operated. Dirty floors suck, but not when they're vacuumed. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. Please continue to support the pod, no matter where you are, by friending, following, subscribing, rating, commenting. I know, I know, I know it's a lot, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. All of it is imperative to us actually getting that all-elusive sponsor while helping us to do less creative, corny-ass writing. So while my voice is filling ad time, take a moment to click subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening to. Also, go to your preferred social media app and look us up. That's getting the number two, no, the letter U pod. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you for continuing to support the production of these random conversations where all sorts of interesting people share their stories. And now, getting to know you. Hello. Yeah. 
getting to know you, getting to know all about you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you, putting it my way, but nicely. I'm smart enough. You are precisely. And doggone it. On today's show, we are getting to know Kara. Psych, I'm just kidding. It's Kara. Don't fucking call me Kara, bitch. And she would be too nice to tell you that because she is from Canada. <laughs> hey, what up, what up? Right? Dude, thank you so much for uh, taking some time coming on the pod. I appreciate you uh, lapse in time zones and um, finding out where Delaware is. <laughs> yeah, I had no. Oh, and I should have. I should have known because of the the time zones right? that you would be East Coast. For some reason, I was thinking Delaware was like in the middle of the country. I don't know. I find it very confusing. I think Utah maybe is in the middle. Utah is pretty middle. <laughs> Delaware is just okay. a real swift, maybe thirty eight to forty eight hour drive from there. <laughs> oh, okay. so no big deal only 2,000 miles away you know like you forget some milk and you're like fuck where'd I leave my cell phone I'll just turn around <laughs> go back you know it's no big deal we do it all the time actually yeah I figured figured yeah. America's small right you know you know Tom from America yeah oh um, Jesus yeah the dude with the hair and he has like fingers yeah. right the fucker has two feet are you talking about two foot Tom yeah oh fuck <laughs> Hang out with that bitch all the time. Always wearing shoes, fucking clothes. God, Tom. Weirdo. What a great hang. That motherfucker. Tell him I said what up next time you see him. He won't return my calls anymore. <laughs> yeah. So if you can't tell and if anyone actually listens to this, um, nine o'clock here on the East Coast means um, glass and a half. Um, maybe a glass into red. So hopefully you got a little something for you as well. Cause, uh, just makes me feel better. I love these fucking late night pods, Kara. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've done, yeah, I've done some of the, some of my podcasts like super, super late. I think, yeah, nine, nine thirty is the latest I've started. Okay. No, but it felt real late. <laughs> oh dude. No, it feels fucking great to me, man. Cause it's like, <laughs> It's so much more like relaxed. Everything's done for the day. You know, like I get to kind of sit back, chill, sip, listen to people tell stories and uh, just get more and more, maybe not vibratious is the word. Oh, what's the word? Yes. <laughs> drunk. That's Chillax. what I'm looking for. Drunk. Drunk is the word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's like, it's chill. Cause I've done, I've done a couple now, like during the day, during midday, during evening and like the later ones just feel way more conversational. And I know you're in a different time zone, so maybe we're like biologically separated, but it does. It just gets like to a different vibe, at least on my part of like, oh, cool. We're just chilling and talking. I feel that. I mean, my podcast, I, I, um, my podcast is about like a, a subject that I'm super, super passionate about. So every time I do a podcast, I get like wired up. Like, oh. like I did, um, did stand up comedy a while back and it it's like the same feeling where it's like a high. So if I do, if I do a podcast late at night, like I'm not sleeping for like three or four hours. So, so that's what I mean about it feels late. Cause then it's like two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, why am I oh, still Cause late? you're just so fucking wired. Yeah, exactly. Got you. 
Well, dude, let's do while, um, before we lose our Spotify, Hey, you have to listen for a minute and a half listeners. Um, what's your podcast? Give it a little plug in case uh, anything happens. It's called the conquest of bliss. Um, and it's about uh, happiness. And so I have people on and we talk about happiness Wait. and like, just there's a billion things under happiness. Dude, no, no, no. All comedians are supposed to be fucking miserable. So like, why would we listen to a comedian tell us about the concept of bliss? That's it's well, it's the conquest of bliss. And, oh, I'm sorry, and I am not a comedian anymore because I wanted to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Um, dude, so yeah, I got to start there then. Um, not at the conquest of bliss, um, but th- this, com- I don't think I've, yeah, I've, I've never fucking chatted with a comedian. Is it rude to say, make me laugh? Is that like the worst thing you could tell to a, ask to a comedian? Sorry, could you say that again? I, I said, would it be completely rude to just be like, make me laugh? Well, it wouldn't be rude, <laughs> but it'd probably be unsuccessful. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, my best joke that I ever wrote, and it's not good. So like, this is really the reason that I left comedy is because I'm bad at it. But I can tell people whatever reason I want, right? I have that power. No um, so <laughs> the best way to seem successful is to lie. Um <clears throat> My best joke that I ever wrote was, and and I saw it on the internet like a few years later, so it does. It's not even going to sound original, but it, I hadn't heard it before. Okay. And it was I went into the women's washroom the other day. There's a sign and it said "flush toilet paper only," and I thought that's weird. But peed in the sink and flushed the toilet paper, and <laughs> that was my best joke. It's not even good. <laughs> I love that kind of stupid graphic humor. Well, and honestly, like I did such a bad job. Like I remember my first, <laughs> my first, my first joke was supposed to be about. It was like, um, you know, everyone tells me when you get nervous, you should picture the audience in their underwear. But I have a hard time concentrating when I'm horny. Was the joke, right? <laughs> but I accidentally said, "Picture the audience in my underwear," and then I got super, super flustered. And like, it was so awkward, but everyone laughed, but like, they were laughing at me, not at my comedy. So that's like every 12 year old's worst nightmare when you're like, dude, I thought I kind of had it and then I fucking didn't. And now they are literally laughing at me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it is the every, how old was I? 26 year old's worst nightmare. I think it's every human's worst nightmare. How did you get into that? No, don't um, be actually, upset. That's, um, a, that's a great question. Um, it's ooh, actually let really... me pause you. Let okay. me pause you before, so I can interrupt you while you're just getting your flow. So this is Perfect. just me. Yeah, right. No doubt. Um, this is just <laughs> me thinking stupid. So am I weird if I start producing this show with every time someone says like, "Oh, great question," and I do some sort of fucking like ding or some sort of like counter <laughs> because I get so excited that someone is appreciative of a question. Or would that just be way too corny and like turn offish? Well, okay, so I think that's a fantastic idea, <laughs> personally. <laughs> but you have to keep in mind that I'm a fucking weirdo, right. and and if I like something, it's probably not good. Like something people people are gonna like. It's not audience uh, expanding, right? <laughs> I mean, I I yeah, like I mean, I think that's a fantastic idea, but you know. I don't know. Who am I? I'm fucking nobody. That's who I am. So I say yes. Okay. <laughs> Since I'm the only one who you're asking, I say yes. Right? Like I, I, and like the, 
like the strict capitalist in me is like always looking for ways to make money though I haven't made any money. And I'm totally like, yo, every time someone asks uh, or says, ooh, good question, but ooh, another good question brought to you by Safeway. Two for one coupons on Thursdays. And like, sponsoring your good question. <laughs> right? And it's like, how much can I sell that shit for? Could I convince someone to give me like a $5 a month like gift card and I could just get like a Starbucks frap? Um, well, you should, uh, you should set up a Patreon. A what? Patreon. Oh, is that like a virtual tip jar kind of a thing? Sort of. It's um, like it comes from the word patron. I don't know what the E is from, but I think they just threw an E in there because they like it. I French. don't. I have it's no classy. idea. Just like I'm shopping, just making shit up. But it's basically online, and they basically it's like a subscribership to artists. Um, and there's all oh. sorts of different types of art, and you can offer perks or you don't have to. And that's that's all it is. And I mean, I've got a Patreon for my podcast. I started my podcast two months ago. Okay. I think. And I have probably, like, I have such a small listenership, but crazy good engagement, right? Okay. So I have, like, a listenership of, like, average, like, 20 to 40 people. <laughs> like, so tiny, right? Um, but I make, I mean, I think it's, like, 90 bucks American. Shut the um, fuck up. Yeah, from my, from my Patreon. And that's not even including, like, there's this, this, this uh, one of my friends, and it's definitely not a weird thing. I did so much, like, pacing of it. <laughs> um, who's like sending me a $300 mic, which is one of the reasons I'm stranded at my mom's right now What? Um, in the mail, just like upgrading equipment for me. I have a, yeah, audio. And so all you have to do is just like make it an option for people to support you <laughs> and then they can. That's actually Jesus <clears throat> Christ. So I like totally felt like a beggar, but that so makes fucking sense. Jesus, you're wise. That's what they say. Right. That's what I say. That's what I say. <laughs> That's a good day. A good old um, day. Wow. So I'm so glad, and I'm totally not cutting that out of the pod. Um, Patreon. <laughs> I'm all fucking in. And look, anyone else who's listening and trying to get this shit, because that's something I have, and it's amazing, right? I'm like, hey, tell me about how you got into comedy. Good question. No, let's talk about something else for a couple minutes. But like, <laughs> it's funny how just getting into the shit too, like people who have pods are totally into the whole like, yeah, I don't know you. Let's just fucking talk and like supportive of each other and shit, right? I love that. So like, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, um, I love that. Cause I started this podcast, like I said, a couple months ago, March, I think, I don't know, not long, uh, right before the COVID. Um, that's when I started oh. it. And then it looked like I started it for the COVID. Like I was another just bored person, but no, yeah. it was inspired by me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I started it right before everything kind of fell apart. And, um, and like, I have tons, like, I have, a, I have a pretty good network as far as, like, like I don't know, I'm, like, the luckiest human in the world. The sunshine's up my ass. I have so many supportive people in my life. <laughs> so I never have problems getting guests. The sunshine is up my ass? Is that, is that? Was... The sunshine's up my ass. Is that not, is that a, not an American <laughs> saying, too? <laughs> well, like. It means I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I wanted to be lucky, the sunshine would shine, like, to my back, not up my ass. I don't know. It's a saying. It's a saying. I swear. You can look it up. I just wanted to be sure I heard it right, dude. All right. All right. Sorry. Keep going. I'm I'm going to control my um, exacerbative interjections. I love it. I love it. Um, So so I was in – I joined all these podcast groups one day, and I didn't even join until like a few weeks into podcasts. I did – I had no preparation. I'm so fucking bad at this. I don't know why people support me. But – 
and Andre, who's the one who introduced us or whatever, I don't know if he introduced us. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Um, he had made a post about, um, does anyone need guests? And for whatever reason, I impulsively was like, yes. And I wasn't really planning. Like, I don't really need that many. Like, I mean, I enjoy having different guests and stuff. Right. But, like, I have, like, a list of people who are guesting. So, like, it's very, like, I'm already having a hard enough time keeping up, right, with the number of guests that I have. But for some reason, I was like, yeah. And now, like, whether it's I'm being on people's podcasts or they're, they're coming online or I'm just talking to people. Like, like you said, like, it's just connecting to so many people in such, like, a cool it's such a fucking cool thing, yo. Dude, it's, it's so cool. It, it's it's way better than a virtual fucking happy hour Zoom with people you already know and miss like having physical contact with. Because oh, it's I don't like, know if it's better, but it's fucking interesting. It's adventurous. Dude, I'm so more into this than like, again, those virtual Zoom happy hours where it's like, dude, we fucking like, we work, we talk, we whatever, we hang, like I know about you. And like now that I guess maybe, yeah, that's what it is. It's adventurous as fuck because where else am I going to talk to somebody? How else am I going to meet Vancouver Island? Not fucking driving two miles <laughs> down the road to like my bar. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it would never happen. And this shit just gives you a great excuse to fucking hear meet, chat well, with people. Not to mention that like, no, it's not live, but it's also riskier. Like you could have zero chemistry with someone and it could be so stilted and like awkward and awful. That's awesome. And it's like, fucking, I'm doing it anyways. You know, and my rule on my podcast is like, unless there's a very good reason I publish anything, including like one where I lost half the audio (laughs) 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 and I don't edit for content ever. Yeah. No, Um, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm strictly a non editor as well. Um, Yeah, I feel like that would be a little like fucked up if you're going for that like natural organic conversation to then try to like nip tuck type shit and like almost put someone into a spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first the first few episodes I was I was cutting out the ums because I say um a lot. So I was cutting out the ums and then like the really loud breathing because I honestly have no idea what I'm doing with the editing. Thankfully, my audio and engineer friend and an engineer is supposed to help me. But I have no idea what I'm doing. So I was like doing that and then I stopped doing that because fuck it. Like fuck that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I chalked it up to like it's just more conversational and organic. But maybe if I had someone. Natural. Right. Donate like a fucking $300 mic. Like I'm recording this shit on QuickTime through Facebook video call <laughs> through my MacBook Air that my school gave me's natural microphone. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, then we'll plug that bitch into GarageBand. Put on a noise gate and fuck will be fuck. Like, I mean, it's... Fuck will be fuck. Fuck will be fuck. Like, it's just going to be it. Wait, so now now I got to ask about this. So maybe I'm a little bit of a pod whore because I feel like I always get my guests off. And I'm wondering about this (laughs) podcast chemistry. (laughs) Like, have you really been on there and like struggled with like vibing with someone? Um, have I struggled with vibing with someone? No, but it could theoretically happen. Okay. Um, like that, it's, it's a risk. <laughs> you I thought of a fucking name. Problem. Dude, it's you like thought of a fucking name. Problem. You had said it earlier. You thought of a fucking name and you just didn't want to drop it. It's okay. No names. It's all right. No, no. <laughs> no, I just, that is, I'm like slightly embarrassed because it's like, no, that's just a product of my anxiety and not a real thing that has happened <laughs> ever. 
Gotcha. But thanks for calling me on it. I love that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. And shit, yeah, that's right. It might it may have come across as like a my partner's always pleased. What's wrong with you? Kind of a thing. Right? Like <laughs> like a dick measuring contest? No doubt, right? No doubt. Jesus. And it's funny because I so always funny. lose those. But like for some reason, I felt safe going in on it with you and being like, no, I'm, I'm going to win this one. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm six inches longer. Um, no. <laughs> Jesus, dude, fucking 16 minutes and we're already phallically off the rails. Oh, uh, fucking maybe. Oh, that's the fucking story of my life. Yeah. So like, no, but um, so that's a, see, I don't, it's funny. My thing has more been, so I'm almost 40. And I've been like a couple guests like in their mid twenties and yeah. like, you just feel old as fuck because it's like, I, I get it, but I don't know how to make a joke to make you giggle because I'm not sure whatever fucking like pop culture or shit that you've been exposed to is mm-hmm. to reference. And it kind of like, so- that might be my closest, like, are we vibing? Do we have chemistry thing? So I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Good. Based only on my profile picture and my voice, how old do you think I am? Well, mid twenties, like early thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty. I'm thirty. There it is. Um, yeah. yeah, but, but you gave me a clue with stand up comedy, like the twenty six. So I'm wicked good at math. <laughs> I forgot that I said that. <laughs> um, so that was a super. Cool. Yeah. Um, based on your profile I, picture, I would have gone forty five. But thanks, fair, thankfully, fair. when you said that, I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, we lost audio. Um, you hung up. Shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what happened to the audio. It disappeared. Um, <laughs> I guess actually, okay, so come to think of it, I've had one guest where I was not that he, I wasn't vibing with him. Um, but he was just, you know, a big age gap also made me feel old. Right. Um, and I'm not even looking today. Um, for my podcast, and so it was a lot of conversation about like drawing and dancing and singing. Drawing and dancing and singing. Well, he's nine. He doesn't really get into the like you know kind of philosophical quandaries around happiness. Gotcha. Because that's what it got. He was just beyond happiness and he was just into contentness, survival, and fucking. Like, well, like, I mean, yeah, I asked him, like, what does happiness mean to you? And he's like, well, it means being doing things you love with people that, that you love. And I thought, like, that's a good answer. But usually, like, we have more of a jumping off point with my guess. <laughs> Motherfucker's already been there, done that. Like, the fuck is happiness, yeah. bitch? I'm worried about my 401k. <laughs> Well, and then my, my six-year-old nephew came in and interrupted us, and he goes, I was like, What's, what does happiness mean? And he goes, it means to be happy. Like, <laughs> he's, like, judging me so hard. Like, what kind of fucking question is no that? No doubt. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so right. I, guess, I guess I wasn't vibing that well with them, okay? Fine. Twist well, my arm. Make no, me admit it. So, no, but there's been other people, um, just to go down the anxiety road, where, like, I think two or three times now, and I feel like I'm decently witty and somewhat smart and like well-rounded because I fucking read and binge watch a ton of shit. So I'm like, oh, I have a world, <laughs> I have a world view. <laughs> but like you get to talking to motherfuckers that are smart and you realize how fucking stupid you are because you can't add, like add to the conversation. You just have to be like, <laughs> really? 
<laughs> and, and like that's the you best I fucking say. got. Tell me more. That's the best I got. So when these electromagnetic frequencies are going into the atmosphere, gravity's not affecting them. <laughs> you know what I always, you know, yeah, you know what I always do with that kind of stuff is because I have people that are smarter. Well, I okay, I was it's gonna, okay. I was They're smarter. smarter than me, it's but that's not true. Oh, um, I'm I'm pretty smart. You know what can Fucking I say? Wicked smart. Um, I'm wicked smart. Um, anyways, uh, I I had a, a guest on who's an opt- optometrist, and he was he was talking about like um uh not uh, electron entanglement and stuff, right? Okay. And I always like what I try to do is like I try to like draw parallels and like make metaphors so that not oh, only yeah, do I right. understand it better, but maybe guests do. Which is actually so, like, how oh, Hitler kind was of able like to. This? Well, Hitler was able to brainwash Germany with that. So good strategy. Keep going. It, it is a good strategy. <laughs> Just because bad people use good tools doesn't make the tools bad. Yeah, right? Um, people have killed others with hammers. It's still a fucking hammer. Yeah. Everyone has one. Yeah, like you're still going to fucking build your house. Right? Like uh, <laughs> did Sharon Stone really make everyone fucking throw away an ice pick? Fuck no. That bitch got um, Amazon But I did want order. to comment that I also think that you're pretty witty and funny. And oh, by the way, I'm going to awkwardly compliment you whenever I think of compliments because that's what I do. So yeah, just be prepared to put for me that. on the offensive. There it is. You're not going to fucking give me self esteem. All right. I'm going to keep my ass <laughs> low and defensive because that's my comfort spot. <laughs> um, but to answer the question you asked earlier, comedy. I'm just going to. Oh, just gonna, wait, no, you back. never finished the story back about fucking electromagnetic frequencies floating or what was that? Like making metaphors uh, with smart people. Finish that out, dude. Oh, <laughs> fair, fair. I, I get distracted. I get confused. Um, so I was just saying, so like I'll, I'll like draw a parallel. So like he was talking about, okay, entanglement is, oh, okay. So I said like twins is I think what I asked with that, you know, <laughs> so you're talking about entanglement and how like, you know, no matter how far apart they are, there's, you know, um, like there's a connection that is like a measurable connection between different particles right okay and so i said oh like twins you know like because that's the <laughs> most common metaphor i could think of you know with the number two in it that. not like a twix bar like oh yeah when you buy the fucking twix bars and you <laughs> if bite you one. melt a half a twix bar and the other one's in the freezer <laughs> it'll still melt um, <laughs> that's how it works science science but, bitch <laughs> um facts so yeah like that that's kind of how i always try to um address like when people are smarter than me i just do everything that i can to understand in layman's terms yeah like okay what can right? i use that i do know about to like apply this and then what's like helpful about that i think and nobody's complained about it so i assume it's helpful you know it couldn't be neutral um so <laughs> i think it's helpful for other people because i'm really fucking good at asking questions you know it's uh, it's like top five favorite things to do. Always has been. I was just giving you an awkward silence there to see if you would build on it. I was like, did I lose you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, remind me. Okay, remind me. Like I'm, I'm acting like we're homies already. You know, um, might as well be, me, man. Um, I want to send you my unless you might have seen it because you're are you're on my Facebook friends list or are you just like we're just messenger friends. Um, so if I tell you, I don't know how Facebook works because I just Fair. put shit up there and I don't go all in. Um, would you hate me and hang okay. up? 
I mean, probably. So you should just retract that. Gotcha. Um, oh no. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Facebook friends for life. Actually it was BFF that I clicked. Is that too much? <laughs> like when I hit the drop down, it said stalker. It said murder for hire. And then it said BFF. And I felt that was a comfortable place to start. BFF is a comfortable place to start. You should always start as best friends. Cool. Yeah. That's um, what I went with. Um, okay. I'm going to send you my commercial cause it's dope as hell. And it literally talks about awkward silences and it just reminded me of that. <laughs> and when I say it's dope as hell, I mean, the concept is dope as hell and the execution is middling. That's but. always it, right? Like you fucking have these dope ass <laughs> ideas and then you're like, did I even fucking do it? And then you're like, you know what? Fuck man, it's good enough. And then complacency yeah. sets in and just like, yep. Shit hit the spot. It's like, for, yeah, it would just be like finding that one person who makes on co- eye contact at one thirty at the bar. And you're like, you know what? She is gorgeous. I'm down. All right, cool. Let's roll. <laughs> we'll call it a night. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Complacency. Gotta love it. I am a big fan, really, of... Okay, I shouldn't say that. The The problem is... I have so many projects going on on at any point that if I like engage my inner perfectionist, I'm never going to put anything out. You never fucking you move on, I mean? right? Like you never like move I, on. Yeah. And I put out two pods a week free this week because I put out the six and a half minute one with my nephew. Um, yeah, love it. Real, really long, love intensive it. conversation. Um, but you know, I put out two podcasts a week and then I do this like, uh, well, I am a part owner of a jewelry making business and that sounds way richer than it is. Um, sounds like street <laughs> merchant type shit to me, hustler, but go ahead. <laughs> hustler. And then I run, I run a art business. I don't know what you would even call it. I do like, you know, um, digital animation and graphics and illustration and stuff. Okay. And then, I'm also doing this like project where it's like this, this like, it's like this big collaborative art project for potentially for charity, if it makes any money, which I don't really know. And then I, <laughs> it, um, it reminds me of the office when Michael Scott was like, he was doing the fundraiser for rabies. Do you watch the office? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was like, it's my favorite so, show. so we've made $150, but the big check will cost 120. And he was like, <laughs> do it. You get the big check. <laughs> like anytime anybody's like, yeah, I do this for charity. If it makes money, I just think of all the money that goes into making money. And I'm like, is it really a break even industry? Like, dude, I am so pro at spending zero money on the projects that I do. <laughs> like, well, that's not true. I guess I paid for my website and stuff, but like, I use a $30 condenser mic I got from my mom's house. Not my mom's house. Christmas from my mom. Oh, it was Santa's. Um, Santa's mic. $30 headphones. I literally do all my fucking editing on a tablet. Nice. Well, it's a Surface, so it's like a tablet slash computer. It, oh, yeah. it has the processing power of a tablet. But the keyboard <laughs> of a computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And it's kind of and, got the interface of And a by the way, it's of. fun for all the college kids. <laughs> Like that's how they marketed that bitch. Remember the whole like slap and it was this fucking like band and rhythm with those things. Do you remember that commercial? Not at all. I'm like such a, I'm the worst when it comes to TV. If you have office gotcha. references, I will laugh every time. Well, you should have hit me Otherwise, with I'm an, a fucking rube. You should have hit me with another 20 seconds of awkward silence just to pay me back to be like, no motherfucker. Nobody knows that commercial, which are old bitch ass. <laughs> Who the like, fuck has cable? Commercials. Who the fuck has cable, homie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old did you say you were? 
Exactly. <laughs> you go adjust your antenna, boomer, and get back with me. I've, I've never been so comfortable, like, dropping sick burns on strangers. Oh, dude, I fucking um, love it. Um, And I haven't, <laughs> dude, so I do stupid-ass sponsors to every show. Yeah. Um, I just did one of fried pickles because the guest, nice. I like, I asked the person, I'm like, what do you want? Fried pickles. I do pans, pots, ketchup. Um, my favorite one was I had Yo Mama sponsor a show. And like, <laughs> I'm just trying to fucking like make it a serious commercial while at the same time dropping fucking your mama jokes and like lines so and you, that shit. Do you do that in post or do you do that? No, during? it's the pod. Like you'll have, no, 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 I haven't done it yet. So what'll happen is um, I'll... I don't know. I'll just think of random ass. Like I did street signs one night. Like, um, like shaved guinea pigs. Like, Oh, do you want that to be yours? I can make a note. Yes. Gotcha. Shaved <laughs> guinea pigs. All right. We'll see where my fucking mind goes with shaved guinea pigs. Is that cause I, I tried to message you genuine and it came out in Facebook as Guinea and you were like, don't know what that means. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, you're like, you're like, did I spell that right? I was like, depends on what you were trying to spell. <laughs> Queen so is anything, but maybe. So true. Queen? Oh, yes, I've been there. Wonderful people. The, the food is excellent. And you're like, no. But anyway, all that to say, like, dude, I love. I, so I'm a teacher as well and a basketball coach. And somebody will like okay. just fuck something up. And it's middle school. And I'll be like, Jesus, did your mother stay up too late hanging with me to not fucking get you to do your homework? And I don't say the fucking, but like, I'll just drop that shit or someone will say something like, Oh God, that's right. I'm sorry. Your mom didn't wash my pants. So I had to wear khakis today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet your kids love you. And like, it's just dumb ass shit like that all the time. So anyway, anytime you want to be abrasive or like, um, brackish, feel free that's believe it or not it's the second time i've heard the word brackish used in the last two days and the first time was referring to water oh it totally is it's a mixture and it's just it's interesting because it's not really a word that i hear with any kind of frequency oh oh god i love words like that I'm feeling, I'm, I'm, I like words a lot. So I'm feeling really excited that I got to hear that word twice in different contexts. Dude, third time it'll be your own. So I'm using brackish almost like you're metaphorically, like where it's like you get salty at someone, but at the same time you're being like, like you're fresh, you're pure. Like I'm fucking with you because we're cool. And like, that is something rare where you can actually just vibe with someone immediately and just start fucking poking hella fun at them, knowing that it's just to have fun. Yeah, totes. Oh, yes. Yes. So there um, it is. Dude, that's the segue. I'm going to make it a natural segue, 30 minute mark. Um, tell me about this stand up career, dude. Okay. Career is uh, the overstatement of the year. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, no, it was actually, it was just a class that I took. Um, so it was, it was called stand up for mental health. And so, uh, there's, there's so oh. much history to explain, um, everything. Um, but, a long time ago, I have I had so many fucking issues. Um, but uh, when I was younger, um, I had some some mental health issues that were almost definitely caused by my addiction to cocaine and crack. But who knows? And um, <laughs> so, 
And so I was diagnosed with this stuff. And then this diagnosis kind of followed me around, even though it wasn't actually accurate, like a, an accurate reflection of reality, which I realize now. But Maybe, can, let me but, pause you there. When you were diagnosed with a, like, you're walking around with papers saying like, yeah, like scarlet letter type shit. You apply for a job. No, like, it was no, because I'd been it. in the hospital for trying to kill myself. And so, um, <laughs> just say this stuff very casually. Um, it's the best way to so deal I, with I, serious I, matters. <laughs> Um, I've been in, I've been in the hospital for trying to kill myself. I was 17. Um, and they diagnosed me with bipolar, which is like so hilariously inaccurate. But, um, at the time, not hilariously, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's funny how much suffering it caused me to misunderstand what was going on. Um, no, I I mean, I make, I make fun of people with, um, clinical diagnosis issues all the time. Oh, I make fun of me. <laughs> third awkward um, should have been third awkward silence. Actually, second. I just I just laugh. Awkward laughter is my uh, is my go to. So, dude, and a uh, shit comedy career, and then you got me into coke, crack addiction, suicide at seventeen. <laughs> so clearly, I've got to fucking go down that road. Um, and pivot because any good journalist would with my training. We'll get back to the comedy thing. And I haven't, I haven't had any classes, but I feel like that's a hunch that I should explore. Um, coke, crack addiction prior to suicide led to suicide after coping with suicide. What the fuck, man? Well, I, I definitely, um, there was no successful suicide. Um, right. All right. I'm sorry. On my attempted. Part, at least. Attempted. Um, yeah, so, oh, okay, this is, I'm going to try and give you a Reader's Digest version of this, because it is long. Dude, don't. I'm a uh, fucking, dude, I'm a, I'm a pry. I'm a pry. I'm, I'm feeling like Superman right now, one and a half glasses in on my Malbec from Argentina. <laughs> um, so I, okay, I mean, I was raised in the church and then raised in like a Christian school and all of this stuff. And it was like super, super um, conservative and all of this stuff. And then when I was 12 was the first time that someone introduced me to drinking. Oh, when I was 10 is when I started getting bullied. And that was the first time that I really kind of struggled with like the bullying. So I was like in this bubble. Right. And then I get pulled out of this bubble. You are rushing. You you are. Is it giving you anxiety to relive it or are you just rushing because you're worried about time? Definitely not the anxiety thing. I don't give a fuck. Cool. Um, well, dude, no. Tell like bullied at ten. Like, how serious is bullying at ten? Because now I feel like I bullied you a little bit with my like humor. And no, you're no, making no. me I, feel remorseful. Okay. I want to go like fucking give you a couple dollars in your patron. I well, okay, then you should feel remorseful. Do it. <laughs> um. <laughs> you guilt tipper. <laughs> she's a kid tripper um you must know the day tripper by the beatles yeah 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 dude, i got it you dude must. i got it i got okay. it okay um, lol <laughs> okay well, so where well, do you we, want me to well, start so no well so i mean that's a lot of shit dude so you've basically in two and a half minutes <laughs> taken us down coke crack addiction uh suicide attempt at 17 bipolar diagnosis drinking at 12 and bullied at 10 i'm a little bit of a linear <laughs> in the church I'm a little, no, well, I, yeah, right. Jesus. Um, I've spoken <laughs> one, one thing I'm sure of if you speaking with different people, if you were raised in a church, that's pretty strict. 
you're just bound to go through some fucking explorative years at best where Lord help yeah, you. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like that, that, that church raising tends to just grab you. Um, but like, how serious is this bullying at the age of 10? Cause I feel like all kids just fuck with kids. Um, so definitely. Yes. But it, okay. So just one second. I'm trying to walk through the house right now. Um, so when I was, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty not great. Um, I mean, it wasn't super, super serious, but like my brother was getting beaten up a lot and stuff. But for me, it was more like nobody would talk to me. Um, nobody would befriend me. Nobody, what? Isolation. Yeah. So, and then like, and like when they did talk to me, like I remember, I remember when I got my period um, and, and they, they like told me I was disgusting. Cause I mean, of course I didn't, I didn't even get in class. I don't even know how they found out, but then it was like this big, huge rumor thing. And it was just this thing. And then like, if someone did become friends with me, what they would do is then they would start bullying that person so that they would stop being friends with me. And I don't really know why, like someone, you know, someone's always the target. It's not a huge deal right now, but like I said, coming out of this, like very, very bubbly, supportive, it's very loud out here. I thought, okay. So I thought it was going to be quieter and it was louder. Um, I mean, sound sounds the same on this end, but yeah, dude. Oh, okay. so you're, you're having your period at age 10 and not to be too mm, like 11, maybe 10, 11. Yeah. I've developed early. You know? Yeah. So that's like elementary school type shit. Yeah. Elementary school. Yes. Yeah, dude. That's fucking like, it's funny. Cause if you were in middle school, you'd be like the cool girl who's mature and ready to like hook up with the cool eighth grade, sexy, like quarterback. Yeah. But in elementary school, you're a freak for being biologically yes. ready to reproduce. It's yes, damn. It's wild, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of that whole thing with the bullying was was like that, and then like I said, simultaneously, like I'm so underprepared, like wildly underprepared. My parents did not make us aware of the other sides of life. <laughs> Other sides um, of life where like teasing well, or like menstruation, well, anything outside of because well, Jesus oh, bled. You by add the way. in like that. That's when I like started like being attracted. Well, no, realizing I was attracted to girls and of course conservative Christianity. <laughs> Holy <laughs> and, shit. And you just keep fucking dropping it, dude. On <laughs> top of it, you're fucking feeling yourself towards females with this pressure of the church being like Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Oh yeah, like yeah, there's so many things. It's so funny because like Holy shit. I'm like one of the happiest people you'll ever meet. It just sounds really bad when I lay it all out one thing after the other. <laughs> no, dude, dude, I'm not taking it like that at all, Kara. I'm I'm like like seriously not what it's more like the empathetic where like Jesus, the amount of turmoil for such a young kid to deal with that shit, dude. Like it's again not hearing what it meant later, but like it gives you an understanding of fuck, man. No wonder, like, no wonder you were at this place because Jesus isolated on top of liking girls. You can't go to your like home church about these feelings because of judgment, sin and hell and all this well, shit. Like, fuck. Well, and like, it's, it's wild because like we, I never really, um, even really knew like 
However they did it, I don't know, but they were super strict about like what shows we could watch and stuff. Like we weren't even allowed to watch TMNT for fuck's sakes. Um, so, um, so like, I didn't know gay was a thing. And so like I came out, but I didn't even know coming out was a thing. So I didn't know gay was a thing. Right. Right. And yeah, that was, that was a nightmare. And it was like, that's bad and wrong and shame, 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 you know, shame, shame, shame. Um, <laughs> and then, like I said, so at 12 is when I was introduced to alcohol, started drinking, like binge drinking, probably you could say like, um, how are you getting alcohol uh, at 12? Oh, you'd be amazed. Um, it's easy. <laughs> um, I don't even know. We just always had it. Like, you know, parents, like everybody had parents who had alcohol and <clears throat> so there's do- always like, you know, 19, 18, 19 year old. Oh, the, the drinking age here is 19. Um, wait, wait. So fucking 19 year olds are hanging out with 12 year olds. What fucking dorks. What cool ass 19 year old is like chilling with a 12 year old? I am not saying that my life was healthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I made good choices. Holy uh, shit, dude. Wait, they made good so choices. How are you in a religious household where a 12 year old girl can go out and get drunk with 19 year olds? Very good at lying. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I don't really. Well, to say I don't lie would be a lie in itself. Very confusing ethical conundrum there. But I generally don't lie anymore because it's – who has the memory for that, you know? Um, not to mention the moral implications. But It is a web. Uh, so, like, what are you telling <laughs> your parents? What's a tangled web we weave? What, it, dude, it, like, what are you fucking telling your parents? Like, sleep over at Sophie's, doing Sunday school tomorrow. Yeah, you, just, you just, you know, like, youth group. You just go out after youth group before coming home. And then I don't even know. I don't know how we got away with it. I, mean, I think my parents, to some degree, were willfully ignorant. Like, I feel like they'd have to have been oh, so to they, some degree. You're stumbling your bitch ass in, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, she's just really tired. And you're like, yeah, just or like, you know, like I just come over the next day and like, oh, sorry, I didn't call you because it was so late, but I slept at Chanel's or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. What are you drinking at 12? Is it beer? The first thing I ever drank was Newfie Screech, which is an alcohol from Newfoundland. Okay. But generally speaking, it was literally whatever we could get our hands on. Um, as, as a rule, it was everything, anything, um, you know, and you didn't mix at that age. You did shots right out of the fucking bottle. Yeah. <sighs> Do not miss those days. I don't really drink anymore. Um, I mean, sometimes, but very, very occasionally. Um, but yeah, so so 12 years old, I was drinking and then... With fucking 19-year-olds. Hey, if any of them listen, dude, you're fucked up, man. Have some fucking boundaries, dick. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going <laughs> to gonna just go on that and go like, Maybe uh, examine your your choices, but don't shame yourself. You just learn and do better. Um, <laughs> I, I disagree with your statement. <laughs> yeah, because those are the type of people that are like 45, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Prom is a pretty good idea. I think I can still dance. And you're like, stop, motherfucker. Stop being that person. And I'm like, dance, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have rhythm. Keep going. Jesus. Yeah, do it. I don't, you don't need to have rhythm. Dude, Fuck a seven do year, a seven year gap at like 19 to 12 is like seven dog years. Well, that's okay, 49 so that's years to me. 
Okay, like that's just so, so I'm not saying that it's appropriate. I'm just saying that it doesn't do any good to shame them now. Hundred, you know, I billion guess. fucking years later, <laughs> eighteen <sighs> years later, like at that time, people who were born exactly then could fucking vote. Is that okay? A, okay. So the statute of shaming oh. has passed. I apologize. <laughs> I just, I just don't like shame. That is true. Real shame that is true. Shame. There, yeah. See, that's my evil dickhead coming out. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so no, the 19-year-olds okay. just... who had every right to get a 12-year-old drunk. And... Well, I don't know if like like I don't know if they were just trying to get me drunk. It could have been my friends. I had some 14-year-old friends, you know. Whatever. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> pass, pass, pass. Because um... <laughs> it made it because as soon as you said it, it made it sound so much better than the 19-year-olds are trying to get the 14-year-olds drunk. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Oh, absolutely acceptable. Keep going. Yeah. What nineteen-year-old? I don't have excuses for what, them. This what, is just what a high school graduate doesn't try to get a late eighth grader drunk and alone? <laughs> well, that leads me into the next thing. So, um, <laughs> so around fourteen, so I've been like you know binge drinking <clears throat> for a couple of years now, and uh, so. There's this party and this um, situation happens and I'm 14 and there's this 19 year old guy gives me mushrooms and then he, he, this the whole thing happens you know I mean I think you know we don't need to get into it no dude, I'm not you, ashamed I just don't want to make people uncomfortable you um, rush dude there's not you're basically the sixth person that has gone down this mushroom trip and actually just posted a pod tonight where fucking um. Jesus, maybe I've had some mushrooms. Spencer, Spencer went to Peru on a shaman, and I can't ever say the word, um, Asawagan trip where you're drinking mushrooms and just fucking like finding out your purpose in the galaxy. Asawana. Okay. Have you heard about this? Um, I have heard of that, but this is, this is like the opposite of that, but yes. No. Yeah. But anyway, I've had three different people fucking, and they're, by the way, all been Canadian talking about like. (laughs) Yo, I just fucking took some mushrooms and that shit was dope. So don't feel, uh, don't, this wasn't so dope because the guy took me back to his house and it wasn't, it wasn't a good time. Um, and then, so like, anyways, it turned into this big mess anyways. And that's serious. Then we moved. Sorry. I said that's serious, huh? Yeah. And, and I mean, sorry, there's. It's seven o'clock, so they're doing the, you know, um, honking the horns for the medical people and stuff outside. Gotcha. You're wondering what that is. Shout out medical people. <laughs> Appreciate your support if anyone's listening. Um, yes, uh, me too. Absolutely. I I don't apologize that it's happening. I apologize that you can hear it. <laughs> no, dude, I'm fine with that. So something um, something goes down with you having a 19-year-old guy take you to his house and you had to yeah, move. And- and, and well, no, no, we were already moving. Okay. This is why it's all so complicated. So we were already moving out of my hometown. And anyways, long, uh, confusing story short. Don't, don't. The whole point of getting to know you is getting <laughs> to know you and hearing these details. Like, again, like, tell me fuck off when I'm prying. But like, obviously, no, no, fuck. 19, 14 year old, is there some sort of assault or? Like, well, see, that's, that's where things get complicated. Because I don't really know. And I don't. Um, what happened was, so I was drunk and high on mushrooms. You can hear me, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So for some reason I thought I lost you. Um, 
So I was drunk and high on mushrooms. And so I only remember bits and pieces of that evening. And I had come home and I'd written something in my diary while I was still intoxicated. So the only things that I remember is I remember him asking if I'd ever sucked dick before. <coughs> and I hadn't, if anyone's curious. Um, I was a virgin at the time. Um, and I remember him not letting me go home, um, like wanting to go home. And it was about a block and a half from my house at the time. And, in, and not letting me go home. And what I'd written in my diary is that he had, you know, um, forced himself on me, for lack of a better oh, way to say it. shit. Um, and, and I, I, I mean, like I said, my memory is, and I mean, the thing is, memory is not reliable anyways. Right. But my memories just aren't there to say for sure what happened. All I know is this is the information that I have. Right. Um, and so what had happened though, is that I told one of my friends, Chanel, the girl that I mentioned earlier, which is weird because I haven't thought of her in a million years. Um, so I, I told my friend Chanel and then of course, so this is a town of like three to 5,000 people. Oh shit. Um, so, you know, the next day, everybody knows, and the town goes in this, like, big split, and I'm, you know, 14 years old, I don't really know what happened, I just confided in my friend, and then there's this, like, big split, and I'm getting death threats. So, can and... I, like, de- like, so that that's actually literally where I was about to go. So, if you've been drinking since 12, and now you're 14, do you have this rep in the small town as, like, party girl, like, fuck her, she um... deserved it kind of shit? Is that what you're doing? I mean, I, well, with? I I imagine that some people thought I was. I, I, mean, I know some people thought I was lying, and I wasn't. I wasn't even talking to anybody, right? Like right. this, it all was way beyond my hands at the time, and I was way underprepared to deal with this at fourteen. Um, yeah, no and, fucking doubt. <laughs> much like you were so, unprepared at twelve to fucking drink with nineteen-year-olds, but we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. And like, I mean, I don't think that we were, I just feel like I got to clarify. I don't think we were constantly partying with 19 year olds. I just know that sometimes. I know, dude, I'm just being brought... hyperbolic. I like, it's just um... what I do. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I think we were stealing our parents' liquor more than 19 year olds were providing it for us. I just okay. want to put that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think to some degree, like, you know, like, like I said, I had been being bullied um, most of this time. And of course I was a mm. little cooler because now I drank, but so, like, there was already a lot of people in the town that didn't really like me too much. And, I mean, I was going to say, to be fair, but, no, bullying's never okay. But I was very I was very sheltered, and I had mm. very little confidence and socially awkward because I was pretty smart, but I wasn't smart enough to realize that you shouldn't be a fucking smart-ass asshole all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? See, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure that out. Keep going. Yeah, it's okay. You'll get there one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so... So I, I already didn't have that many friendships. And then there was, of course, people that supported me. And it was very much like this big split. And all I wanted was to never think about it. Right. right? And then we moved. And, of course, moving for the first time so, is, is always, like, confusing and scary, too. So there wasn't, like, cops involved? Like, charges? Well, so the cops did come and talk to me and stuff. And, and, and I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, um, the cops are the ones that decide to charge and not – like, I can't charge a person in Canada. Oh, I do not um, know that. Like with assault or anything. <clears throat> but the cops were involved. But of course, it went the way that it always does, even though I still had my clothes and everything. But it went the way it always does is there's no evidence and it's just going to be a waste of resources, which while I don't agree with it, I understand the thinking, right? Um, so anyways, there was cops involved and they made me talk about it. And it was like this whole thing right leading up to moving. 
And then we moved to a city, which is, of course, something of a culture shock, but not that big of a deal. And then, so I, <laughs> um, so I, I start hanging out, like, so I'm still partying and, and stuff. And I start hanging out with this girl. Um, I'm not going to say her name because, I mean, maybe she doesn't want that. And she has a pretty unique name. Um, so I start hanging out with this girl and she's like convincing me. And so keep in mind, okay, major trauma happens. No counseling is offered. No anything is yeah, offered. So, I'm, and, you know, <laughs> dude, I was about to fucking ask that before you, <laughs> like, no, no, honestly, man, like just before you move, you're a girl who feels did well thinking. And I don't know if you can think back to that day. Once you're getting like sober, do you feel like it was a sexual assault or do you feel like it was just maybe some like awkward shit that happened and you had to leave? I don't really, I, I mean, I see, I have such a hard time talking about sexual assault because I think that, I think that both can be true. Oh, like wow. I think from his perception, it can be awkward shit that happened. And like, you know, like I was drunk and you know, was that my choice or whatever? Like, I think that someone, I think that someone can, unintentionally assault someone for all intents and purposes it felt like assault you know i woke up and my body and again i was a virgin at the time um my body didn't feel as sacred as it had you know like i felt violated i felt confused which is why i confided in my friend right right um but i don't think that he is an evil guy i mean i think he was a dumbass like at 19 years old you shouldn't be bringing a 14 year old over no matter what facts um so, like, I think that he was a dumbass and that it was a bad decision, but I don't think that he is a monster who is trying to assault me. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, no, dude, 100 percent. But I was more thinking about it, again, from, like, the empathetic standpoint from you. If you're feeling assulted and that shit is not addressed, like, yeah, what yeah. So it the wasn't, yeah. fuck? <laughs> right? So like, like, dude, that, that, that's, like, that's, like, basic. Like, cops come... Oh, you have a journal entry. You feel this way. Oh, your friend heard this from you. Oh, you know what? We can't prove it, but we're going to at least make you see someone to talk about it. How does that not fucking happen? Like that, that that's just some real basic one, to, like that's Sesame street of dealing with a fucking middle schooler who's gone through an experience. I don't get it. But wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> So I, I, we've moved and I get into this, um, this friendship with this girl. And, and so all very much trauma reactions. And this girl's in foster care and she's doing the whole, you should just go into foster care narrative because, you know, like I do whatever I want and da, 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 da. And so like, I'm like, yeah. So like, I'm fighting with my parents more, but I'm also spending a lot of time hanging out with my brothers. We're drinking and, you know, mostly at this point, mostly just drinking, you know, smoking pot. Oh yeah. I started smoking pot at 12 as well. Um, which doesn't seem significant at all. Like I didn't even think to include it in the story. Uh, Cause it's natural. Kids yeah. Just it's like be, whatever. It's kids, fucking pot. Fuck it's vitamins, here. man, bitch. Eat gummies. Keep going. Uh, and so, so, uh, we're, and then, so my parents are like, I don't know what we're going to do with her. And they wanted to send me to boot camp, but they couldn't afford to send me to boot camp. So instead. Oh, so wait, 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 wait. So are you now with the move, the black sheep, or did they know you were the black sheep? And that's kind of what like spurred the move to get you to a better place. Um, I mean, there's a lot of argument to be said that it had more to do with my gender than, than being a weirdo. Although I am definitely the weirdest person in my family. Um, oh, what do you mean your gender? But, 
Well, because it's like, you know, if girls are going out partying, like you have to fix that, you know, guys can, boys can handle themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like, you know, like basically like, it seems like a lot of the thinking was going like anything that happened to me was my own fault and I needed to be protected and, and fixed, you know, and my brothers, well, they could handle themselves. It's just a phase. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. I just, okay. So, was that part of the motivation for the move or that was the move was completely no, separate? No, we were already moving. The moving was completely unrelated to any of the shit, shit happening. Gotcha. It was just fucked up timing. So you go to a bigger, uh, you go to a bigger spot, you're meeting more people and you're still now. Did, did you look so at like, that as like an opportunity for you to have a new identity or are you still like fucked up about what happened? <laughs> with Fucking 14 Mushroom years Night? old, just went through a trauma. I'm not thinking about my life or my future or what yeah, I can right? do to fix things. I'm thinking about how do I stop all this pain, right? Yeah. So so like I'm fighting with my parents all the time and so they they don't know what to do with me. So they, their decision and this is a terrible decision and we talked about it. My dad thinks it was a perfect decision. I got I just did it to myself. My mom disagrees. She thinks maybe it wasn't the right decision. So they decided to send me to go live with this random family that they knew from the internet in 2004 when there was not video chat or like a way to Shut confirm the someone's fuck identity up. at all. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How did they find these people? Craig, like was Craigslist even uh, there? Pogo, Pogo games. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me what that conversation about. Hey, Kara. Oh wait, is it Kara? I can't remember. Cause you're about to go it's to fucking Kara. live with Pogo games people. No, I'm like pretending <laughs> to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how, like, what is that? You're having dinner and there's like, fried chicken and it was the night before like they booked me a plane ticket it was the night before i was leaving that they told me um so i didn't have any notice and they sent me to go live in missouri for three or four months with this family and it turns out to be fair turns out lovely humans amazing people so the conversation Uh, of finding out wasn't like a big deal like you just glossed over well, that shit. It, like it wasn't life altering. That didn't fucking like you just brushed it off and you were like, all right, man, cool. Let me go grab, grab my duffel bag. No, I just didn't have a choice and they, they didn't give me a choice. They said, you are leaving. Oh my um, God. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't a conversation. It was, it was them informing me that I was being essentially abandoned. Right. Um, Holy shit, dude. <laughs> so, so I, uh, so I'm, I'm laughing because it's just like, it sounds, it sounds made up. <laughs> and you know what? If it is, fuck it. It's a great story. Keep going. <laughs> um, it's not, man. I got receipts. Uh, <laughs> Bitch, I got ticket stubs. <laughs> yeah, um, but so, yeah, 2004. Um, so they sent me to Missouri. And then, of course, they don't have money to bring me back. So, like, I'm in this town in this different culture with these people that i do not know although missouri has fireflies which is dope as hell but you had never um, seen fireflies uh no i I, well maybe when i was when we went across canada i might have even on the mushrooms you never saw fireflies huh i don't think so oh (laughs) (laughs) i got you i got you took me a second um but yeah so so we so i'm in missouri and like one of the things that's super fucking weird about this is that like this is one of a few times in my life that are completely isolated from anyone else in my life. Like that's actually in my day to day life. So like, it's like, it's, it's like when I, when I finally got back, 
it was like it had never happened. Like I'd gone through this huge traumatic, another huge traumatic experience and nobody was connected to it at all. It was like, like they didn't skip a beat. Their lives, lives went on while I was, you know, in a different country, you know, who knows if I was safe. Like, like well, I mean, they, they did keep in touch with me when I was gone. But like I said, so this trauma happens, my parents send me away and then I come back. Can and I, wait, course, you, you fucking, <sighs> can you breathe a little bit? Dude, you're glossing over so much shit. And I can't tell if I'm being a dick for wanting to like stay there and find no, you're out. you being a dick. I just don't know what's relevant. Like, Dude, I don't know what's it, interesting about this story because it's my life. Right? Shut the fuck up. You don't know what's interesting. Jesus Christ, dude. It, it could be a fucking 18 part. All right, shut the fuck up. All right, everything is interesting. What the fuck? You just basically glanced over Missouri and pogo games. I don't know what the fuck pogo games are. So is this some like religious cult where they pray the gay out of you? Like, is that what's fucking happening? Okay. Like, dude, so many questions. So many fucking okay, questions, so, Kara. Pogo games. Bingo games online, online. Like your mother's a fucking gambler. I, I don't, I don't get it. I need help. No, it's just like a game server where you play like word womp, where you can unscramble words. Um, or like, that's the only game I can remember, but it's just like a whole bunch of online games back before you know, apps and all that. This is 2004. So like yeah, yeah. right after the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Dude, um, I'm with you. So like, like, yeah, it was just an online game thing. And like you paid to play, like you pay X amount a month. Yeah. But how does the conversation between your family and this Missouri family turn into take my kid? I have no idea. I wasn't privy to that conversation. They nobody told me ever, the night before I left. Nobody ever fucking told you. You didn't come back and be like, <laughs> mom, how did you pick these people? Well, she picked them because she, you know, she befriended them on Pogo Games and was like, hey, can you, you know, take my 14-year-old child that I'm going to just send? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I wasn't part of the conversation. Holy um, shit, dude. And and then in Missouri, like, there's honestly so much of it is a blur. It was so traumatic that, that like, I remember going to the pool one time. I remember kissing this black boy um, named Sean. Oh, your name's Sean, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and and you know what? I used to identify as black. Oh, that might be a bad joke. I apologize. I'm not racial at all. <laughs> um, but well, the, the the reason it was interesting he was black because he was the only black person for like miles around. Okay. Um, where we happened to be, you know. Um, so it was like it was interesting. Anyways, I thought it was interesting because I was 14 and excited, and I you know didn't get to hang out with that many black people in my life, and was just excited about it he was fucking hot or i don't actually remember if he was hot but i remember thinking he was hot that's um, that's all it takes <laughs> and wait okay so, so i the pool so i'm gonna pause watching you the labyrinth i'm gonna pause you at the pool kissing a boy because you had said earlier about feeling attracted to girls so yeah are, i'm both okay all right no judgment yeah. just 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 wondering like were you trying to prove something in Missouri to like see, no, I'm not oh, supposed no, to no, be this no. way. I, uh, or are you just fucking like flow and however it flows? Like tide goes no, in, tide yeah, goes like, out. I'm definitely like, I'm, de- I'm definitely equally attracted to men and women. I'm just attracted to humans. Um, but not all humans. I feel like that may have seemed like I would just fuck anybody. It's not a hundred percent true. Yeah. I mean, if you have back hair and acne, fuck off. Right. Well, like, that's... no, I was thinking the opposite of you have back hair and acne that I'm in. Oh, um, there it is. Uh, 
<laughs> Dude, that's like 80% of my listeners. Oh shit. Wait for your <laughs> stuff to blow up. So when I tag you, be warned. <laughs> Dude, that's been a serious problem for me lately. People will not stop adding me to Facebook. Like I've gotten a marriage proposal and um, like tons of people who are like, hey, can I weave in a serious relationship? Some of them are in Africa and some of them are like 10 miles away. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no stranger on the Internet. We can't. I've um, already I've already gone and have serious relationships with strangers <laughs> on the Internet. And you know what? It led to me kissing dudes by a pool. Sorry. <laughs> Not into um, but yeah, so like I, I like the ladies and I like the dudes and and and. Um, but I haven't gotten to explore the ladies' side of things nearly as much as I'd like. Well, haven't got to is maybe um, poorly phrased. Uh, I haven't chosen to because, number one, it's very hard to hit on women because I can literally tell them that they have, like, a beautiful ass and nice set of tits. And they'll just be like, oh, thank you, and then giggle and walk away. Uh... So, like, I don't I don't know what to do. Like, I can be as abrupt and up, up front or I can be subtle and none of it works. So I've just given up on that. Um and number two is like, you know, because of the sort of uh, homophobic undertones that have this existed in my family, I'm, I'm definitely dubious about bringing anybody into that. Why, why make someone suffer? You know, got so, you on top of, you know, especially if like, you know, like I like dudes too. So I may as well just do the one that's easier. Um, so can, can that please be the quote that I post with your picture? I like dudes too. <laughs> So it may as well be the one. I might as well do the one that's easier. <laughs> Can that just be the one like. sentence fucking quote? And let's see what that does to your marriage proposals. <laughs> Dude, I like these dudes. Like, like the the marriage proposal guy speaks French, oh, and so like no, I like go you know, in Google and like has a translator. Google translate it because like je ne parle pas très bien Sorry. No, dude, I was literally saying the exact same thing you were. I'm like, you know, fucking Google has a translator. Like that bitch is actually Sean from Missouri in his basement being like, this might impress her. <laughs> just imagine. Like he's just like still thinking about me like 16 years later. No doubt. Um, and he's like, like you know what? The Canadian girl that came and kissed me. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah. So, so I remember... I remember kissing Sean. I remember the pool. And I remember um, I remember going to this giant warehouse full of fireworks on the 4th of – or before, right before the 4th of oh, July. God, that's beauty. That's that's what America is all about right there. Fucking well, just – and, and I remember – so I was – I had this white sweater. And I made a um, – I made a maple leaf on it with red duct tape because it was Canada Day on July 1st. Nice. And I blew off all my fireworks on Canada Day. Wait, is uh, that a metaphor or is that like an actual, you did that? That's a thing. It's a real thing that happened. Okay. So you had fireworks that you actually blew off. Yeah. We went to this, we went to this warehouse, like, you know, whatever, a few days. So it would have been like the end of June and bought a bunch of fireworks. And then I blew mine off that I had bought on Canada Day instead of Independence Day because um, I'm a Canadian. Yeah. You're fucking Canadian. I, I just was like. Going with the sexual undertones of innuendos that this conversation had seemed to gone to. So when you were like, I just blew off all my fireworks. I'm like, she just fucking went through. Like, I'm sorry. My mind went to a, an inappropriate place. I apologize. So you're blowing off, home. you're blowing off fireworks and. And then, well, so, so I remember that. And then other than that, I remember watching David Bowie's 11th. And that's pretty what? much everything I remember from Missouri. Wait, why is the firework thing such like a memory with the red maple leaf? Uh, 
because because I remember feeling very very cool <laughs> because I was like fucking Canadian like, you know like I was like so proud of being Canadian oh and I guess there's other things I remember because that's where I started smoking started smoking in Missouri um what else happened what else happened so you embraced kind of that like outsider part and you were just like dude I'm a fucking oddity and I'm a bad bitch for being an oddity um I fake embraced it. I fake embraced oh. it. Um, you know, coping mechanisms and all that. You know, like, I mean, it was clear that if I wasn't going to appear strong, I was never going to be left alone and have, have a good time, right? So, um, so anyways, eventually, like, so that's all I remember. And then eventually they bring me back. And then How we long get back, were you I there for when you say eventually? Uh, I want because it's, again, very hard to remember. Like, my memory is shit to start with. And then you start adding in trauma and it becomes really, really difficult to like give dates and stuff. But I want to say like three and a half months, Oh, okay. which doesn't so, seem like long, but when you're 14 years dude, old, that's and a fucking, not an end date. Dude, like has no one ever fucking experienced summer? That shit goes on forever for kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, exactly. no, you're 14. Three and a half months is longer than a fucking school break. That would be an eternity. And, and like I said, and there was no end date, which is one of the things that made it so hard is my parents were like, well, we don't have the money to bring you back. So Um, did the people ever like, what was that like? Like they just fucking like packed your shit up and they were like, Hey Kara, tomorrow you're flying out. Nice knowing you. Um, I don't remember how that happened. I don't, um, I still in touch with them now. So like I can find out and hit you up, like, you know, I don't remember. Okay, yeah, you can please just, like, do. Add that in the show notes. Yeah, well, by the way, for the journalistic <laughs> integrity of um, everything that we try to be here with truth telling and accuracy, yes, we would need that. So please, before we publish. <laughs> <laughs> for me to keep my White House press pass, I will need it. <laughs> um, and then, and then, yeah. So, so I come back, and this is the. But wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> It just continues to get interesting. So that's when, so it's 14 still. It was the, the like right before I turned 15. Um, and that's when I started having sex. Um, and like, like, you know, like willfully. Um, and when I started uh, doing drugs, so uh, ecstasy, like, which is like MDMA and, you know, um, so we started doing that then. And so we would do it like, I don't know, three Are times a week or something. Talking about back home in Canada or before you left Missouri? Once I got home in Canada. No, in Missouri, you can't find drugs. I remember like we crushed that morning <laughs> glory seeds and it made me super, super sick. It was a terrible idea. Don't do it. Um, so, Hey, I did, I do remember things from Missouri. I just need like things to remind me of No it. doubt. Dude, like that's, it, it's amazing. Like I bet you if I just knew a couple songs that you had heard at that time, you would immediately fucking transport back to that spot. Like there are certain yeah. words and music, like just fucking cues can just. Yeah. Like as soon as like the drug, drugs in Missouri. No, I didn't. Oh, I did crush up the morning glory seeds and try and get high. And it just made me super sick. And I was like. Like not hallucinatory, but like, you know, like everything was kind of like a little bit wavy, but it was more like being poisoned than getting high. Right. Um, it was terrible. Um, or Friday night at my house, but yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, so um, wait, wait, you, again, dude, you just do this glanced over shit. It's amazing to me how you're like open, but at the same time you're like, yeah, there's been 85,000 different amazing experiences that I want to talk about. So here's... Like the fuck. 
So what do you mean, dude? I'm coming home and having sex in Canada. What the fuck? Like, like this is a pen pal that's just like been like hoping like wait till Kara gets fucking back home or like this is your first girl love. Like what the fuck, dude? No, I didn't actually sleep. I didn't get to sleep with a woman until I was 19. God damn it. Let me make a note. I'll save that. All right. Keep going. So coming home. (laughs) I don't know if this counts Um, as child porn, but we'll say it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm 30 now. Um, uh, no, like what I, okay. So like I did start dating someone, um, like, like online dating them while I was still in Missouri and then came home. I knew it. I fucking knew it. That's how you closed <laughs> the deal quick. Motherfucker had contact. But we didn't have sex. No, we didn't have sex. We just, I just gave him head, I think. Um, oh, the poor and, man. You know, poor fucking um, guy. Well, and then it was after that, that I just lost my virginity and just, you know, whatever. Like I, at this point, the amount of trauma <laughs> that has gone on and the amount of like convincing that I am not worthwhile and that I don't matter. <laughs> it's, it's just insane. Right. Like, so like, I am just like a broken, shattered little, little woman. Um, and so like, I'm just, you know, whatever, like I'm fucking everybody that wants to fuck me, oh you know, God, because, dude what are you going to do? You know, you hate yourself and people appear to like you for the, you know, yeah. I mean, it's 15 year old boys for the three minutes that it lasts. Um, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, wait, three minutes, in I don't believe in four, shaming, in, in, including foreplay or cause you just fuck foreplay with a 14 year old boy. That's funny. Um, <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> They're like, they're like, dick, it's up. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. Anyways. So it, my it's point just, is, well, no, yeah, go ahead. Make your point. Um, I didn't have one. I just, I just <laughs> felt awkward and said something. Go ahead. Well, like, and it, it's, it, it, it really is kind of funny, man. Like laughing through the shit, looking back. So I'm going to assume for like a public service announcement that you're kind of okay with it. And like, it's kind of made you into a stronger, more like resilient individual. But I love the fact that we can look through these adolescent mishaps and fucking traumas and just be like, what the fuck was I thinking? And like, oh, it's all wild, man. It's so crazy. And it's crazy. Like, it's it's not funny in the sense that it's like. I think that it'd be funny if it happened to someone else, but it happened to me and I'm okay. So we can laugh at it. Dude, but it's fucking like something to think about where, man, if you're going to fuck with your kid, like, dude, that shit, that shit has repercussions. And like, it's it's a fucking very real thing where if your child is not feeling accepted, they seek exception through sex, man. And there are plenty of horny fucking dudes with hard-ons waiting, hoping for you to not fucking accept your kid. Like, that's kind of how I'm taking it. Oh, that, I mean, that's a, it's a fair way to take it, but I feel too feel deep. a little bad now. Did I go too deep? Was that too deep? Too no, no, not at all. There's no such thing. <laughs> too PSA. That's what she said to the 14 year old, right? I was like, no, you're not too deep. <laughs> Bitch, you don't know what too deep is. <laughs> and I'm like, ain't he a rapper? I got a single. 
<laughs> you want to listen to it? <laughs> Jesus, but, no, dude. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a teacher, man, and I teach middle school again. But like, I just fucking hear these stories, and you just see kids, and you're like, "Why the fuck do you? Why? Why are you making it easier for this to be okay for your kid? Because you understand why well, the kid is feeling this way. If you don't have I mean, that, like that, 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 that I, foundation. I agree with you that it is better to heal and better to do the best that we can. But at the same time, I also think that it's important to remember that parents are just as much regular humans as everyone else. They're not superpowers because they had sex and got pregnant. You're so nice. You know, you're so nice. Like they're just as fucking clueless as us. Come on. Um, (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to object to the point of you saying a parent who has grown is as clueless as an adolescent. But no, as us as adults, you and I, 30 and 40. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, but dude, like as you as, as you right now, if you feel like shit, are you maybe I don't know, maybe you are. But like you just going out and being like, "Yo, bro, hard oh, on." I bully cool. children all the time. That's how I cope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, no i mean you have to keep in mind too though like and it's it's a funny thing this is just an observation i've made so like you know and i'm no scientist i'm no anything um not even a fucking teacher um but you gotta keep in mind that like because we are growing at the same time that the world is shifting it feels like it feels like it has to do with age but a lot of the shifts that are happening are are worldwide so like the boomers Mm. you're i guess a gen xer but um the or are you gen x or a millennial i identify i well thanks for asking i identify as a boomer and preferred to be called dr boomer so if you could go with that forthright i'd appreciate it so dr boomer and the fellow boomers um dr boomer and the oldies because i like Um, to be the young one in the group so it makes me feel hot and cool because i'm still i like to go to the legion where all the old that's like a the like where all the vets hang out the bar for the vets oh yeah fuck yeah there's like you know 60 70 year olds and i'm like they're 30 feeling like i'm fucking hip as hell wait you go Um, to the american legion no canadian I'm sorry, the Canadian lead. Wait, oh, holy sh! All right, I, I don't want to sidetrack. Keep going, Jesus. I have so much. <laughs> um, so oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you can keep those mouth sounds in. That'll be good. <laughs> Dude, I keep um, every fucking sound in. Unless, like, some <laughs> every once in a while, they'd be like, "Yo, I gotta go take a piss, man. You cool if you pause it?" And I'm like. I'll pause it after I fucking publicly shame you for having to take a piss on my podcast, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was peeing at eight Oh four thinking you were six Oh four thinking you were calling me at six Oh five. And I was like, Ooh, this is risky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like washing my hands, looking at my phone. I was so glad you were late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, so, no, dude. Well, what we were talking about and we got on a little philosophical rant and I can't believe I could get all those syllables out um, this deep into my wine. Oh, whenever I say philosopher, sorry, I know it again. Right. I always think of that joke where it's like, um, hello, officer, or officer, I'm not as drunk as you think I am. Right? Yeah, right. And so whenever I say philosopher, I always like it sounds wrong to me and I feel like it should be philosopher. But yeah. then I'm like, no, that's obviously not right either. Um, anyways, sorry. That's just, that's just going to lead to a night in jail. 
Um, so ba- basically to kind of recap, we and it, I think it's been 10 minutes cause I try to take notes as I'm talking. So coming oh, home, you're much more organized than me coming home, hooking up with your internet pen pal. And I got into the whole fucking, I stood on a soapbox and was like, parents beware. If you don't love your <laughs> child and accept them, they're going to go and sleep with people. And like, you were kind of like, yeah, but parents are just as fucked up as kids basically. (laughs) And like, everyone's a fucking nine-year-old trying to figure out why don't we fall off the earth because it's spinning. I just believe in giving people grace because it's like, it's all well and good to be a principled stand about how people should be, but they're not like that. Why not work with what we have? Dude, um, yeah. And the way you say it makes you sound much more, much less like a schmuck than I am. I just like, um, I guess I just think of it and I'm just like, man, that's, that's fucked Dude, don't up. get me wrong. If it comes to like vagina shaming, I fucking carry my soapbox around in case someone shames a vagina around me. So I get you. I get you. Yeah. I, can, do you slip into a vagina shaming box? Like, I feel yeah, like it would just be open a, and wet. I have a, and I have just... a box soapbox. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so it's inside. So you're not standing on the vagina while you're shaming. Others. No, no. It's got vaginas all over it though. Gotcha. Okay. It's just stickers. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Like stickers of vaginas. Yeah. Like I, this, this is imaginary. None of this is real. Okay. Um, oh, oh. Cause now the 10 people who are listening and if you really want to get that marriage proposal accepted are constructing and mailing you vagina stickered soapboxes. Well, they don't need to do that. I can draw a vagina with my eyes closed. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have been pretty bold. Um, um, no, I say you could take it up about four and more levels, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've actually been struggling to stay awake. Um, um, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, then anyways, I started, I started doing, you know, chemical drugs. Uh, no big deal. Um, MDMA and, 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 right? So, cause it's ecstasy. So it's MDMA and meth or whatever else they put in there. <clears throat> and we're doing that for a while and it's fun, you know, like we're like all like, you know, all my girlfriends and I are like kissing each other, touching each other's boobs and talking about things and you know, you know how it is. And then I do. Cause I've watched, like, I had the internet as a 13 year old. Keep going. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the internet. <laughs> I didn't even think of the internet. <laughs> Interesting things happen on the internet too. Um, anyways, so then Someone brings coke one day, and we decide to try coke, and then you know suddenly we're addicted to coke. You know how it is. No, and... dude, no. This is you glossing <laughs> over that shit. What the fuck? I feel like on my Facebook call, I need to have a yield or a slow the fuck down, bitch, or the like. What 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 the fuck? You're like, yeah. So someone brought coke. I did it. You know how that is, and it's like. Um, no, in, I know I told you I was from Southern Delaware. Um, and yes, there are cokeheads out here. Um, but I actually don't know how that is. So do you remember like that initial, like Coke, like, is it another fucking, like now you're partying with 40 year olds and they're like, Oh, some young ass let's go. Or it's just like friends hanging out. No, it was me and my me and my girlfriend, so they were all close to my age, 15, 14-ish. Yeah, and <clears throat> 15, 16, somewhere in there. So no, I might have been I might have been fifteen at this point. Um So what's that like, man? Like honestly, like Coke at fifteen. What's man, cocaine like? Well no, like um, Coke as a fifteen year old, like do you, you don't even have a fucking driver's license, right? But you're No. 
you know? Yeah. So, so we just, we, we walked to my friend's house. I remember, okay, so we went into her room, room. I don't know how to pronounce the word room, room. You just uh, did. Yeah. Room, um, room. And then we moved her dresser to block her door so her mom couldn't come in. Wow. And then we snorted cocaine and we came back and pretended we were on ecstasy because it was socially acceptable. To her mom? Be an ecstasy. Wait, to no, her No, no, back to, sorry, 420, which is where we used to hang out, which is this gazebo in a park. That all of me and my, like, you know, I, there was probably like 25 of us used to all hang out. Um, when so I was 15, you know. Help like, me understand what? why ecstasy is accepted and Coke is not at 420 Because gazebo. we were like 15, 14, 15 years old and didn't have any idea how the world actually worked. I don't know. <laughs> Because it was the social dynamic that we created. Cocaine was bad, but somehow ecstasy was okay. I don't gotcha. know. I don't understand 14-year-old Kara. Fuck, I don't understand 30-year-old Kara. Really, 30-year-old Kara is doing a great job talking. Um, <laughs> like, So your friend brought it, or what was the conversation like? Like you were all fucking in. You were like, oh, yeah. I, I Well, my co- friend was co- like, hey, coke is bad, hey but- someone, someone can get me cocaine. You want to try cocaine? And me and my other friend were like, yeah. And that was the- <laughs> But yet you're feeling the social stigma. That's what I'm fucking held up on. Maybe I overthink well, shit. Well, we Maybe were that's like, my- we're not going to tell anybody. And then, I mean, within a couple months, everyone was doing coke. But at the time, it seemed like a big deal. Got you. Um, and do you remember then- actually experiencing it? Like, what did it feel like? What did it do for? Were you just hype as fuck and like paranoid or what? Well, I don't remember like that particular experience, but I do remember what cocaine feels like. I remember what crack feels like too. Um, I don't desire it at all. Um, so it feels like the best way that I could describe it is like anxiety and wanting more, but it's like an openness. It's like openness with anxiety openness is how it felt with anxiety. It's like you have less inhibitions, but you're hyper aware of the fact that you have less inhibitions, you know, and it makes you feel, or at least for me, that was my experience of it. And like, yes, there's some energy that comes from it, but it's more like a nervous energy than any kind of like a genuine good energy, you know, like I wouldn't have wanted to run. I just wanted to sit there and like shake my leg, you know, and you don't want to eat. I mean, it's really quite awful when I, or at least how I remember it is awful. It obviously wasn't at the time because I got right into it. Yeah, right. So you're actually, and it's funny, um, Libby, who I just interviewed, who is also from Canada. 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 That's how we say it here in the States. I don't know what fucking your problem is in Canada, but it's called Canada. Um, So Libby actually, and I believe Libby is 27. And if she listens to this shit, I'm sorry if I fucked her age up. But like, she said the same shit about Coke and she got off of it. She was like, it's just, it makes you want to do more without making doing more worth it. And like, she was yeah. like, it's so fucking empty, but yet at the same time, yes. it's addictive as fuck. And I've never, again, never tried it, but I don't get how that snowballs pun intended into like <laughs> it, it, into, it, it into addiction. Like, why do you keep doing it? If all it's doing is making you fucking twitch a leg and like, hyper anxious because because you hate yourself everything that went on in my early life is predicated on me hating myself and having no idea how to be happy 
right? So you're looking for anything to try and escape. Like, I mean, in, in some ways, it's a big relief when your biggest worry is that you're being too open and not that, you know, you, you hate yourself. Like it, you're trading, you're trading super, you're trading real problems for superficial ones created by the drug. Got you. So it, it, it's an escape. It's, yeah. Right. It, but it's not like a numbing escape. It's just a redirection of the pain escape. My experience with it. Yeah. And then, um, and so anyways, we started doing a lot of cocaine. When you say so anyways, it, am I making you feel uncomfortable and I should start taking that as a cue to like move the fuck on Sean? It's okay. Um, if you say yes. I love it, that rhymed, but also no, well, I, I freestyle. I don't know if you know this little Dickie's my brother. Um, but keep going. <laughs> Is that, Oh, that's that comedian rapper, right? Um, no, he's not a fucking comedian and he hates when you say that shit. He's a fucking hardcore rapper. Like John Lynch Wise. John Lynch Wise. No, that bitch couldn't hold Lil Dicky's ball sack. Okay, well, I feel like you have never watched the league, but okay. I haven't actually. I have no idea who that is. And Lil Dicky is not amazing. my brother. I'm just fucking bullshitting right well, now. I, I, I knew that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you clarifying, but I knew. Um <laughs> I did I like started you, watching I did started watching um, Lil Dicky's show on FX and I'm like, you're a fucking Jewish Seinfeld getting into gangster rap. Like this is everything Seinfeld and Arrested Development wanted in like cross marketing promotional. Like I don't know. Oh, I haven't again, I mean I'm such a rube dude. Like I don't watch any TV. I'm s i am like I'm the kind of person that instead of watching TV, like I like just do the dumbest shit. Like I just wander around the forest looking for bird's nests or chasing snakes. Like who's got time to watch TV when you're chasing snakes? Shut the fuck up, dude. Chasing snakes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I feel like I'm a cartoon character. Um... <laughs> Was there a cartoon character that chased snakes? I'm almost positive that's completely incorrect. I wonder if people see me like when I do shit like that, like, I'll just feel like, like they, like I walk along these tracks and then they'll get on the tracks, but sometimes people ride like their, their bikes or their, like their motorcycle or their dirt bikes or their um, quads down the tracks. And so I'm afraid that the, the snake is going to get squished. So I'm trying to catch it to move it on the outside of the tracks and so it's running away or it's slithering away from me. And I'm like chasing it like a five, five-year-old. And I'm like, I wonder if people are watching me, you know? Like this 30-year-old woman dressed in like leather chasing a fucking snake. You chase um, snakes in leather to keep yourself warm <laughs> or to help against bites? Like, um, <laughs> no, because it's sexy as fuck. That's why. Um, so it's all about the bend over. It's all about, it's all about me feeling empowered. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Jesus. And then, so yeah, so a bunch of cocaine and then... <laughs> Stop, <laughs> I love how you're just like, you go from, I chase snakes in leather, so I feel sexy as fuck. But anyway, yeah, to go through the cocaine years, bunch of cocaine and. and well, they don't like, know what, what to say about the cocaine. Like we just drank a lot and we do cocaine and get. One thing that's interesting about cocaine is that if you are hammered, <clears throat> sorry, um, if you're hammered and then you snore cocaine, you have the illusion of not being hammered. You're now just hammered in on cocaine, but 
but it feels like you're not hammered. So anyways, like, but, I mean, I keep but what does so that lead to? I, like, why does that matter? So what? Like, what does that lead to or why does that matter? It just allows like your bender to go another like six hours or you just get to make less, Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. Party longer. <laughs> I thought that was a kind of a good, interesting question. And you just shit all over it. <laughs> glad you were able to drop those fucking glad you were able to like wiggle off those tight ass leather pants to shit all over my follow-up continue <laughs> well and so to answer your question about the anyways thing um more or less the only reason i keep glossing over things is because i don't i don't know what's interesting and there's like i don't know that like a lot of it blurs together like the amount, like the time I spent doing cocaine was mostly blurred together. Um, and then my, this, this guy that we, was part of our friend group, he'd moved to a town that was a little bit further away and I'd like left him. And so then I got kicked out of my house, probably for all the cocaine. I don't know. And, um, what was, and wait, so he phones so me. Before we get to the friend who phones you to be your new Missouri family in Canada, <laughs> getting kicked out of your house. Like how yeah. traumatic is that for you? Uh, oh, it was, it was awful. Um, oh yeah, then absolutely spend a little time shit, breaking that shit great down. Great question. Um, ding, ding, great ding, question, ding. Sean. <laughs> I love how you brought it back and mocked me. Um, and it was not mocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm super sensitive. I get extremely sensitive on $10 bottles of Malbec from Argentina once I'm two and a half glasses in. I Those apologize. fucking Argentinians. Those Argentinians and their sulfites. Fucking perfect blend of tannin and smoke and harsh country living. Um, but no, like, like, dude, again, that's something you glossed over. Like, clearly we're dealing with like acceptance family stuff. So to get kicked out, your family's like, you're just fucking your life up. Get out of here. Is like, what yeah. is this? What is this so moment? 16, like? I was 16 by this point. So the, the other, the two years that I skipped over was just drugs and alcohol. Okay. Cool. All you're stumbling into your house. Your parents are fucking yelling at you. They're grounding you. Yeah, I don't actually remember why I was kicked out, but it was, I don't know. I mean, at this point, my relationship with my parents is terrible. Like, my dad, I want to be careful what I say about him, but he had some issues with um, with gender and, and sexism and stuff, you know, whatever. Oh, because and my mom, is he knowing that you're into females at this point? Or he himself is Well, like I told exploring. them when that when I was really, really young. And like he's like, if you marry a woman, I'm not coming to your wedding. I'm not going to support that. Love uh, the sin or hate the sin. Blah, 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 blah. Um, got you. you know. So you're um, doing coke with a bunch of girls for the most part. And you're... Getting... And guys. No, it's it's a bunch of everyone. Okay. So then how does gender... <laughs> how, does, how does your sexual attraction start playing a part into getting kicked out? No, no, no. Not sexual attractions. I said sexism. Um, so like, uh, like not homophobia, but sexism. Like, so like my dad, like I said, it was always much, much harsher, anything for me. And the fact that I'm an emotional creature and I am an emotional creature, oh. which is actually like a superpower. I realize now, but at the time I didn't. You're talking about um, compared to like your brothers. Yeah. Sexism. So, so yeah, you're so held like to a different were... standard. 
Yes, Got exactly. You. So I don't know if you know this about me. I work on a one and a half minute time lag. It takes me a little bit to actually be intelligent to understand what words mean. Sexism, not sexual attraction. I apologize. That's okay. You are 100% allowed to be human anytime. Um, so <laughs> I, I forgive you for your humanity. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I, I do that and I don't even have an excuse. I just just do it. Dumb. Um, <laughs> I made it seem like I'm not human. I'm very much human. Or a supreme being who just um, has all sorts of enlightenment. But so you're, you're wanting to party and your dad's kind of like, you're a woman, yeah. you're supposed to be in the house kind of a thing. And you're like, fuck you, man. I, don't, I got, like I said, that... I don't really remember what catalyzed that specifically, but like my parents and I are fighting a lot. My mom at this point. So my, my dad was also like, he just, <sighs> I want to be careful because like, again, I'm a big believer in that you know, people who behave in ways that are harmful to other people that just don't always know or understand that that's harmful. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, so like, you know, my dad's very, very controlling. And so my mom doesn't really have a personality. And so I'm always fighting with my parents. And on top of that, I'm partying. So for whatever reason, they kicked me out. I mean, it was probably over something dumb. Um, but they kicked me out. And you just grab and your so, shit. Like, are you packing up? Or are you yeah, just so fucking I, like- I went and moved to this party house that we've been hanging out at. Um, so it was just like a party house, um, you know, drugs and alcohol all the time instead of like only every, you know, two days. Um, got, got you. Yeah. Cause my typical party house had one day on two days off, but we were <laughs> sponsored by the church of Latter-day Saints. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I thought I could so, slip yeah. that in and you would just fucking agree. I'm glad you caught it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh, so I moved to this party house and then I come back to get some of my stuff and Peter calls. And so Peter is, like I said, I like, you know, thought I was in love with him for years and years and years, had a huge crush on him for, for a super long time. And he's like, come move in with me and be my girlfriend. So I moved to Surrey. Oh, um, no, see, you're going too fast again. Does Peter have hair, <laughs> abs, eyes, quads? So, like, what? Okay, is, why so is Peter the guy? He's humanoid. No, um, Peter, okay, I'll describe Peter for you. Um, this would be interesting. I haven't described Peter in a long time. Um, so Peter is, he's half black and half white. Um, so mixed race. I don't know. I feel like I always feel weird, like saying that, but you guys can describe his biracial for some reason. Oh, as soon as um, you say biracial, like 80% of people are all in like, Oh my God, biracial. Yeah. So he was, I mean, I feel like, okay. So his current girlfriend won't let him talk to me. So, um, oh, because scary. she's insecure. Um, well, but he, she know, I she, still she, think she know that good girl. as fuck. What? I said she she recognized that good good. Oh, she recognizes that I'm a badass bitch, and if I wanted to take her man, I would. Um, but no, I, I don't want to do that because I care about her and her family and everything. So I'm not the you know I care about her as a human, and I actually I really do care about Sarah, and it's a real shame that she hates me because I happen to have dated her boyfriend. Wow. Um, anyways, for 10 years on and off to be fair, but still. no fucking um, way. Six. Whoa. So um, Peter, what's uh, aside from the biracialness, what's so attractive? And he's got black curly hair, uh, nice teeth. Um, you know, 
it was just we were just such good friends and and i mean i always thought he was hot and i mean I don't really know um, what it is about Peter that I found so attractive, but I just did. And we were not a good couple. Like, Sarah, if you happen to listen to this, would be super weird. I have no interest in getting back together with Peter, but I would love to chat with him because I miss one of my best friends. Um, oh. Anyways. What made you? No, don't. Any, anytime you say anyways, I'm immediately going to say no. Just so <laughs> you know. You better start catching that shit. Um, what made you guys not a good couple, but good friends? Um, well, okay. So we definitely have different, uh, ways of interacting with the world. Um, Peter also had a very traumatic upbringing and, and just the, the trauma reactions weren't compatible and, and there's just some growth that, that needs to happen. And he knows that he struggles, struggles with some things that just don't fly with me, um, some anger issues and, and some other things. So the way um, you deal with adversity with each other or the way you communicate over like, when I we were fucking a couple, like, 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 okay. So as an example, so when I was diagnosed with sarcoidosis, um, which is a semi rare, like uh, well, it's not always lungs, but it is a disease anyways. Um, but when I was diagnosed, Again, anyways, I like, Oh, you got diagnosed with fucking lung cancer. No, they thought it might be, so they had to do a bronchoscopy, whereas they, and this was, this was like a few years back, so this isn't in, interesting in my past and stuff, but this was, I probably would have been 26 or so, because that would have been right near the end of Peter and I. Um, so they have to put a, like a scope and a, like, you know, one of those flesh grabber things um, down your trachea, not your esophagus, and it was just this super traumatic thing, and he was like playing his game the whole time and like wasn't like listening to me and they have you on fucking fentanyl because you have to be like um awake but sedated Holy whatever that's called shit um and like he's like he like and he like disappeared on christmas i remember that too because i bought us pho uh, which is like a vietnamese beef noodle soup um and it spilled in the bag and he like left me abandoned me on christmas day um because of the soup and then that's that was the last straw that was when we broke up for good um but like it was all sorts of little stuff like that like one time he i didn't put the groceries away right away i went i went over to my mom's house which was like five minutes not even five minutes it was like a half a minute away and i hadn't put all the groceries away and he spilled a glass of milk got angry and threw his phone against the wall and then came and yelled at me. And of course I also, you know, was not perfect in the relationship. It's not like he was always bad. Well, yeah, we just were leaving fucking because we groceries brought these bad out. parts of each other out. What? Gotcha. No, I was like, I was, I was mocking you and saying, yeah, if you're leaving <laughs> fucking groceries out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a fucking cut. Oh, bitch. No. I, so is that, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll post it. I don't care. I said kabitch. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> that is a swear word that is a lot more appropriate than the swear word I almost said. But you know what? I've gotten so comfortable. Do you know what we're about? <laughs> we're about you and the truth that is you and who you the are truth. and what you experience as you while you <laughs> are speaking to you. So you're fine. It's very fucking meta. Um... I felt like I could have got the accent a little better, to be honest with you. I, I wasn't like all the way buying in as I was doing it and I was fighting myself. And I said, self, why are you fighting yourself? And then I discovered, am I uncomfortable with the word? And then I said, fuck no, I'm not. Why am I fighting this? I don't get it. Anyway, go ahead. 
Um, yeah, so so Peter's like, hey, come move in with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I moved to Surrey that day, and which is like a few towns over, you know. Um, and then we lived together for about a year, but the house, it was a meth house. Holy um, so like, shit, dude. <laughs> so people would like steal our groceries and stuff. Wait, what does it mean to live in a fucking <laughs> meth house? Well, it means like, so everyone else who lived in the house was constantly on meth and stealing our groceries. <laughs> <laughs> like just fucking open door policy. Like Peter's fucking peddling. Well, no, we got a lock. Like, we got Peter, a lock on Peter's door, peddling meth. How are these fucking meth heads are getting in there? Like is, is Peter the landlord that's just like feeding them? And they no, fucking... we just had a room in the house. He was, he was only 19. You know, I was 16. He was 19. He didn't have his own place. He was living with his family and. His dad, his dad, who had a drug issue at the time. I, oh, ooh, okay. Peter's not on my friends list. He'll never hear this. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, why does it smell like macaroni noodles? Um, not any other kind of noodles, by the way. <laughs> macaroni. Um, <laughs> With the real cheese. <laughs> Gotcha. I can smell the shape of these fucking noodles, so man. You moved um, in. You moved in with Peter's family, not Peter. No, I moved in with Peter. Peter rented a room in the house where his dad lived. Got you. So we had a room, but the room didn't have a fridge in it. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, so we and and so like there was a point where there was like um I don't want to call it dumpster diving, but I would say recovery of damaged canned goods from the back of the superstore which is a grocery store um in order would have been disposed of otherwise we were we were recovering damaged canned goods that would have otherwise you know been wasted so we were really helping people out at an extreme discount rate at the yeah free 99 (laughs) um so um and then and then when i was in surrey was the first time that i ever smoked crack um, with, with someone. So I didn't have any friends. Right. And did I say Missouri? I meant Surrey. Um, what do you mean when I was in Surrey? So you're no longer with Peter or this is where no, Peter... Peter and I lived in Surrey. Gotcha. Okay. And then, so that's when I started smoking crack. Um, but not really. Cause like, I just tried it a couple times with this girl because Peter was like, Oh, you need friends. Here's this girl. And I was like, Oh, cool, cool. Uh, cool, cool. And, uh, <laughs> And and then we tried crack, and then and then I stopped doing crack, and mostly stuck to coke. How um, did you feel doing crack, man? Like, did, oh, did I'm gonna tell you? Um, I'm gonna fucking tell you. I'm gonna tell the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> the okay, so the feeling of crack is almost indescribable, but it's like okay. Do you sing? This is gonna sound weird. Do you sing? Oh, well, like, well, or just sing? Like, well, no, do you like sing like with your whole heart? Like, just like really sing and let your lungs like expel your soul out of your Only mouth? Only if I'm drinking and driving and a good Tupac rap comes on. Wait, drinking and driving? That's what we do in Delaware. So if you can drink okay. and drive and fucking bump some Tupac on a country road, that's what I'm rolling with. Okay, I'm going to just go ahead and assume someone else is driving and you're calling it driving, but you're really the passenger. <laughs> and anyways, um, so... <laughs> Look at I found my soapbox again. Um, <laughs> don't fucking drink and drive. Uh, <laughs> instead, instead, stand on. No, I don't want to go there. All right, keep going. So, keep do going. it. No, no, I want to hear. It. I want to hear it. No, hear it was like, no, because I'm gonna come off as. 
fucking hyper masculine or aggro and oh, it just oh, I love me some toxic mas- masculinity throw it at me man no just like I'm picturing <laughs> like hello like pussy stickers on the soapbox so and I'm much. like they're little fucking tacos eating you <laughs> And like, and like, and like, they, and like, you haven't, you haven't shaved, so they have like cheese. (laughs) (laughs) No cheese in this context. Cheese because it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fantastically disgusting, Um, isn't it? Thank God I didn't go sour cream. That's all I'm saying. Like you fucking, like you take me there. And then, like, okay. So, um, he, uh, uh, Peter crack. Oh, what is crack shit like? Um, so, 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 so it feels like that feeling of like, like that, just that, or even when you're running, you know, that feeling where it just, you feel unbelievably alive. Mm-hmm. right that happens for like 30 seconds and then it's awful um oh. and then you keep smoking more crack to try and get that and that's called that that that's the initial toke and then sometimes it'll happen so hard that your ears start ringing and that's called a ringer um because people are creative when they're on crack and <clears throat> um so it's that's basically what it feels like is that really really like open and alive feeling and it like takes over your whole body and you almost like it's like that borderline tingles like almost like when when you're really afraid of something and your blood rushes away from your skin and into your um your internal organ area almost like that combined with like the feeling of the the endorphin high of running all at once happening really really fast for about 30 seconds and then it disappears and then life is empty and terrible oh my god like and then it's like cocaine it's like that and then cocaine afterward. Um, and so that's why people will constantly do more and more and more. Right? Yeah. How do you kick that shit, dude? Um, well, that is another part of the story. Um, <laughs> so, so before I get there, though, because it is somewhat interesting, I suppose. Um, dude, it's all fucking interesting. Go. <laughs> and then so... Yeah, so Peter and I, um, we ended up moving in with his mom, which was not a meth house, but his mom and I didn't get along at the time. And then we started getting along later, but it's irrelevant now. Um, But so she's, you know, a lovely human being, I realize now. I did not realize that as a 16-year-old girl. Um, And so anyways, we couldn't get along, and I ended up moving back home. And my parents, you know, allowed me to come back home after about about a year, somewhere around a year. See, there you fucking go again, dude. Anyways, yeah, so a year. I didn't even notice that I say I don't even notice that I say it. Dude. <laughs> dude. Dude, you went from fucking poetically describing a fucking crack high to <laughs> glossing over a year of your life living with Peter's mom, which clearly had some fucking indiscretions in an inarticulate well, way. Kara, you cannot plead ignorance. When it is just happily, conveniently yours. We are here to get to know you. (laughs) Okay, well, I only lived with Peter's mom for three or four months, and we were on this horse farm in a mobile home. Um, No shame. it It wasn't exciting. We just didn't get along. And so we just fight. 
Uh, about what though? Like, what's the issue? And it just eventually came to the point where it's like, you know, who knows? I was it was sixteen year old girl issues, you know? Like, like no, I don't was, know I, actually. I to be honest with you, I was dating her son. Oh, so you think it was like Oedipus know. complex type shit? Like she's hoping, like she's like, why is her ass better than mine? Maybe. I mean, I don't <gasps> know. Like, it was just a combination of just like. Like, I don't even know why Karen and I didn't like each other. I really don't. Um, I mean, I was just young and dumb and arrogant and thought I knew everything and had a bunch of problems. <laughs> like, all the problems. Um, and she was allowing me to live in her home, and I was a snotty little bitch. You know, like, yes, yes, we paid rent, I think. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, but even if we paid rent, like, that doesn't mean that I can, you know, act like my shit don't stink. Wow. You know, so, so anyways, I didn't get kicked out of there. It was just, it was just decided between Peter and I, I was like, I can't handle this anymore because at the time I thought it was all his mom's fault, right? Um, <laughs> I was like, your mom's such a bitch. I can't live with her. Um, so she didn't kick me out, but. Can I ask so, how old is Peter? Just for my understanding. Right now? 33. No. <laughs> so at the time it would be 19. 19. He's three years older than you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So about nineteen year olds, you know, um, my life and well, nineteen year olds. Yeah, but at least you're fucking sixteen at this point, not twelve. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Hey, whoever fucking Timmy is, as the nineteen year old getting fucking twelve year old Kara drunk, you fucking perv. Enjoy your child porn while the government knocks down your door, dick. But it's okay if you have recovered. We have faith Jesus. in you, and you can come back to normal Jesus. society. No, and be okay. fuck you. You need to be castrated. <laughs> And your shit needs to be sodomized and I got a hot fucking poker waiting, bitch. Like that shit just weirds me out. But go ahead. With well, your it story. weirds me out too, but also Grace. Um... Wow. No. Kara, I don't know you well enough to argue, but I'm all about fucking like Game of Thrones. What was the like Unsullied, the Grey Worm, where they just fucking lose their nuts and it's like, you know what your you know what your destiny is in life? To just be really good at eating bitches out. And like that's it. You never get fucking nutted again, dude. And all you get to do is just please other people. I know lots of dudes that would be super down for that. But no. anyways. Like honestly, uh, they wouldn't. They would it would drive them nuts. But just, just one second. Just a second. Yo, bro. I'm still on Yeah, I'm still doing my interview. Alright. Oh wait. Please. Could could you say official interview just to make me official feel interview? Official? I'm doing my very official interview. He's gone for, for the press corps. For, for the press corps, official interview for the press corps being conducted, sir. Thank you. Yes, Washington and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is East Coast bias happening here, man. Fucking recognize that shit. Okay, West Coast, best coast. Um, anyway, <laughs> there's a reason it rhymes. If it rhymes, it's obviously true. Um, and it just like feels better in your fingers too when you make a W versus an E. Oh, I was like lots of uh, yes, um, <laughs> dude. Speak- we are such dumbasses. Like that's that's what I've really enjoyed. And again, like I don't know if you remember this. I almost believe at first you were like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe let's talk. Am I remembering this right, or have I just cold? I mean, messaged? that sounds right. I'm I'm a pretty dubious gal. Yeah, 
dubious. I yes. like the word dubious if you've been getting it. It's because the word doobies in it. No doubt. Dude, that, um, that was my fucking junior year art project. Doobies? <laughs> 3D. 3D fucking doobie. Like this, <laughs> like you're doing block letters and you have to fucking like fill in the background with all sorts of shit and it's fucking doobie. And like that was it. And I thought I was the coolest guy because I was like the only one on, only one in on the inside joke. And it's like, as you get older, you're like, bro, he's a fucking art teacher. You think that bitch don't smoke? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, like he fucking grew up with doobies. What the fuck do you make? Why are you thinking you're cool? You know, like, you're such a sneaky sneak getting it past the art teacher. Yeah, no doubt. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like he's like fucking rolling in clouds coming out of his window as he like unrolls it. You don't even have electric windows. Um, the, uh, yeah, so doobies, we're talking about dubious. Yes, I was, I was, we are dumbasses. Dude, we are dumbasses. <laughs> we do vibe as some fucking doobie dumbasses. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I like it. I, I really do. I like, I like the fact that we can just say shit. And so no, no offense to Libby. And if she ever makes it this long, Libby was a bomb ass guest. She was fucking like another girl from Canada, just fucking willing to open up, share her story. She actually dealt with a ton of Christian shit herself. Um, okay. But she, I think like 10, 12 minutes in, like openly admitted, like I'm hypersensitive to a bunch of stuff and like, not in like that, like bitchy way, but just in like, that's my personality. I'm a sensitive individual and shit fucks with me way. So immediately I'm like, how the fuck do I act? All I do is I fuck with people. I don't know how to act. How am I going to interview her? <laughs> and like, it fucked me up. Well, and like our ending, if anyone listens is like one of the most awkward endings. Cause I just like cut shit off and I'm like, thanks man. Have a good one. Dude, dude I had this, I had this guest from a podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of the bad Christian podcast, but it's fucking badass. Anyways, <clears throat> um, I had this guest from the bad Christian podcast, huge podcast like 100,000 people or something listening, like every show, kind of huge, right? And so one of the guys from the podcast came on my podcast, and it was, like, super awesome. He's super good at it. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, well, my hip's hurting in the middle of a fucking conversation. I'm like, okay, well, my hip's hurting, so I think we're done. Um, <laughs> so never feel bad because my biggest guest was the worst ending. Um, uh, Jimmy Fallon still hasn't tweeted me back. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> i don't know why i was like hey you want to come on a shitty little podcast i can't pay you i don't know why he's not but it, but i mean if you got the time i'm <laughs> totally open to just hearing about you or exploring where your mind goes That's i don't know funny. if it was i i tried jimmy fallon and ryan reynolds and a few people and i remember i said like you can be anonymous if you want i don't care about your 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 audience Right. Um, None of them, none of them have, dude, Ryan Reynolds, how much of his shit, when I look at him online, how much is him and how much is like written? Is it all him? Cause if it's all him, I may go, dude, I may go down your road with like ebb and flow tied in Ryan Reynolds tied out trying to find a clitoris time tied in (laughs) Ryan Reynolds tied out. Let's find a clitoris. Like that dude fucking is it. Dude. Well, all the hottest Ryan's come from Canada and the funniest ones too. There's Um, more. So what? Yeah. uh, The other Ryan that everyone thinks is hot. The uh, one with the the blonde, with the boat, you know, the boat show in the nineties. Boat show. Yeah. 
Yeah, they all live on a boat. Ryan's, um, fuck, what the fuck is his last name? Ryan Gosling. Also Canadian. No way. Yeah, boom. Yeah, oh. that's right. Oh, boom. We're owning you in the Ryan game. Um, and it's such an American name, Ryan. Like, we've adopted it like it's our own. And all we I was just going to say, I don't feel like it's particularly American, but... You really don't? I totally I totally go, like, like, what? like Ryan, four letters, two syllables. Like, that's America. Fucking squeeze syllables out of nothing, right? Like, you're just fucking capitalistic. It's Ryan. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. That's all us. It's not like Tom. Or I don't know, Sean. Like if you if you had a name like Ava, you could get three two syllables out of three letters. Yeah, but Ava doesn't sound American. That sounds ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> ethnic. <laughs> oh God, this is this, this is where one of my like fucking twelve year old students at one point is like, so Doctor Grady. Um, I just heard something on one of your podcasts while I was Googling you because my parents wanted to know what they could hold over you so I could get a 95 in your class. And I'm actually renamed Ava and I want to know why that was so ethnic if I'm a purebred. <laughs> a purebred? <laughs> you, you are treading some hilariously thin ice when it comes to public speaking. Dude, yeah, I really don't like... <laughs> I just love mocking that shit. Because <laughs> I, totally, I totally, oh man, I totally feel like that's what they would do. Um, um, what a great but, side um, road to go down. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, Peter smoking crack, <laughs> um, living yeah. out. So, so yeah. Um, what's the worst side road? Talking about Peter smoking crack, or talking about Ava trying to Ava's parents trying to manipulate me. <laughs> Because she's a purebred and wanting a perfect 4.0 GPA, what's worse? I mean, I think the I think I think the Ava one. Wow! <laughs> wow! Because I stereotyped in in fun. No, the reason you know the reason is because it just happened 30 seconds ago, and I smoked crack like over a decade ago. <laughs> God. <laughs> So I could be like, oh, that was past Kara, fucker. Um, <laughs> that was past Kara, fucker. That bitch. Oh, I say past and future Kara like a ridiculous amount. I'm like, that's later Kara's problem. Um, that's a great way to look at shit, though. Like, it's so comforting to be like, oh, yeah. man, fucking present Kara ain't got nothing to do with that past Kara, bitch. And fucking future Kara is fucked. Well, basically the way, like, I mean, it's just my funny little way of saying this is a risk I'm willing to take. But I would rather look at it like fuck future Kara, and then sometimes I get super pissed at past Kara. Like past Kara should have done the fucking dishes. Um, <laughs> what a bitch! She is always screwing me over. Bitch, um, don't ever put the jar back on the mayo. The fuck? Yeah, the jar back on the mayo. Like I have this big blob of mayo that I like to keep a jar over top of, and she doesn't even bother. <laughs> okay, so I didn't say lid. Fuck you. <laughs> appreciate you mocking me two hours in (laughs) i feel like we're like homies we're like old friends i'm like i know you can handle it like i've known you forever i actually really Um, like how you played with it and just fucking went on to like help me realize like 
Um, you close fucking mayo with jars. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm a plate full of mayonnaise that I just cover in a jar. You know, um, it's like Tupperware without <laughs> Saran wrap. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, and you know what's funny is that I actually have homemade mayo in my fridge right now that is in a jar with Saran wrap over it. There it is. Um, fermenting. So, so fermenting. We is, call that jungle juice. Nope. It's it's fresh. <laughs> I can't. Nope. <laughs> you said nope. <laughs> that shit is 12 days away from being ice cream, 14, to, 14 days away from being rum raisin. <laughs> Ooh. Nope. <laughs> Mayonnaise, nope. No, I just can't. Nope. <laughs> can't play with that. <laughs> My... The body won't viscerally allow me to go there. Uh, Why do you have homemade mayo? What the fuck? Well, because I ran out of mayonnaise and I was trying to make a dressing. <laughs> and it turned into a mayo? Well, well, you need mayonnaise as part of the dressing. So it's a broccoli salad and it's oh, got okay. you know, mayonnaise and, and apple cider vinegar and paprika and, and uh, honey or maple syrup, whichever is closer. Maple um, if you're in Canada, right? Like has to be. Yeah, but it's real maple syrup, not that Aunt Jemima bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so racist, which is, keep going. So, so, but like I didn't have enough mayo, but I already had all the ingredients ready. So I was like, fuck, I guess I'm making mayonnaise. So I just grabbed some eggs and some oil and some mustard. You know, it's part of it. You know, like people do, like as one does. Um, like as one does when they're craving some mayonnaise broccoli salad. When they salad. need mayonnaise for a dressing for a fucking broccoli salad, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, I feel so awkward. It's funny how I don't feel awkward talking about smoking crack, but I do feel awkward talking about <laughs> making my own meal. About my kitchen, because people might judge my recipe. <laughs> That is so not to be masculine, but that's such a feminine fucking trait. Like, oh my god, someone will judge if I didn't mention paprika. What the fuck will Samantha say? I did mention paprika for the no, record. I, I know you did, but that's what I'm saying. That's why you fucking mentioned it because you're like, bitch. I know that paprika is a part of it. Like, um, that's Jesus. What the fuck? Oh my god. So- is it can so I get home and I'm not smoking crack anymore. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Get home. And, uh, Wait, but, so you just yeah. skipped fucking twelve years of being with Peter, leaving his mom. He's trying no, to no, have no. you in these weird like <laughs> lesbian orgies and you just fucking wind back home. So Peter and I no, Peter and I no, this is only after that first year. So I'm still I'm sixteen and a half, maybe seventeen at this point. Um, and I moved back home and there's another person living who's, who's no longer with us. Definitely don't feel comfortable mentioning who it was, but what made you another move person back living home? with us. Wait, before you get there, what? what made you move back home? Me and me and Karen didn't get along. Me and Peter's mom. So it was just that like adversarial where you had to like get out. Yeah. It was just like, I was like, I was like, I hate your mom. Your mom's a bitch, which of course isn't true. But at the time I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, it was just, you know, so I just, I moved back home and then this other person who's there, who's around, um, who's an adult, a fully full fledged adult, um, decides that they, uh, 
that they can get cheaper crack if they get me addicted to crack. So then I get uh, full on addicted to crack. I'm smoking crack every day. And what do you mean they can get? Yeah, like again, what do you mean they can get cheaper crack if they get you addicted? Because like the buying power. Well, because then you can. Yeah, exactly. You have more money to put in, and then you get more for the same amount, right? And how are you getting this money? Oh, I was working like three jobs. Jesus Christ, you're working three jobs and fucking part-time jobs, but yeah. Yeah, and smoking crack. Like, am I wrong to be amazed at that? I mean, I'm a pretty incredible gal. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's such a blur, yo. Like, yeah, I was I was working three like you know shitty little fucking restaurant type jobs. Gotcha. Um, and how did this? You know, person... I had massive buying power because <laughs> someone was buying in with me. How did this person know you were into crack? Oh, uh, they didn't. They just offered it to me, and and like they offered it to me for free the first couple times, and they're like, "Hey, you want to pitch it on something after that?" And then, uh, you know, before you know it, before you know it, I'm a full fledged crackhead. You so know, you took it on as the floor a... for for rocks. What? Wait, what on the floor for rocks? Looking on the floor for rocks, because like when you smoke crack, and you know it's so addicting, right? Um, you constantly convince yourself that you've dropped some, and sometimes you have, but like maybe one percent of the time. Um, <laughs> and so you're looking for it on the floor, thinking, "Oh, I must have dropped some." Well, you didn't. Yeah, you, you almost—I can almost guarantee you did. Um, <laughs> so, so, so if anybody's smoking and looking right now, fucking stop. It's not down there. Well, it's probably not down. There. It's probably candle uh, wax. If it melts, it's probably candle wax. Just don't. Just, just don't. Um, I mean, or do like, do you, but like, just try and get some help, man. It sucks. It's not, it's not, it's not worth it. Um, like, you know, do what you're going to do. But, um, so then at some point during that year, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, smoking crack every day. I decide, so I, uh, I'm kind of going to school at this point, but not really mostly dropped out. I went to like eight different high schools. Um, never went to middle school though, but, um, too smart. No, no, we just didn't have it. We just went from elementary school to high school. Um, like, it was like grade seven was the end of elementary school, and then grade eight was the beginning of high right. school for me. Um, or eighth grade and seventh grade, because the Americans don't say grade eight and grade seven. Um, Either or. You Americans. Don't, look, don't feel judged. Jesus, I haven't judged I feel you, judged and you got a fucking for the way like, I say grade eight in my mayonnaise recipe. Wow. You know? Uh, <laughs> sprinkle a little fucking garlic powder in there and you'd fucking enjoy it a bit more uh, didn't bring that up in your recipe no, I'm not ruining it with garlic powder how I about some kosher salt okay I might the use coarseness, like real garlic but not garlic powder like what is really what it's all am. about and you know and what Italian seasoning very under salt, thank you you fucking uppity bitch you know what get some fucking <laughs> Italian seasoning and a little cumin in it and that's all you fucking need okay you're Himalayan I bet you buy that shit pink Here, just just one second I'm on a very official interview with someone on someone else's podcast oh sorry uh, I gotta run okay well I'll try and make sure they don't die but I'm also not gonna watch them because I'm on an interview shout out um <laughs> Try and make sure they don't die. Um, do my best. Sorry. Awkward silence. No, not awkward um, silence. It was nice someone broke that up because we're about to go to fucking blows with your bitch ass. Brother. That's my brother. No, not him. Oh. You. 
I ain't fucking battling oh, no yeah. guy. Dude, I saved only fight by women. The, saved I, by the I, I, I ain't fucking request. taking on no dude like that. No, you and your fucking uppityness dude, towards like, you Americans. Um, I could probably kick you in the face. So Standing with that. my country. By the way, I'm 6'4". Get your fucking heel this high, Oh, okay, bitch. so I could kick you in the chin. <laughs> okay, really? I'm 5'10", but I think of myself as 6'4". Because... <laughs> I, could kick you I, po- I podcast like I'm 6'4". <laughs> I'm 5'4", but I can kick really high. Like, it's impressive. I'll probably fall over, but I will kick you. Um, I can kick impressively high, higher than my own thing. Um, but, so, what we're talking about, I'm sure it was smoking crack, because I feel like I've said crack like 50 times. Well, I, it's definitely going to be hashtagged. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag crack. <laughs> and now I almost I have to. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but no, dude. So, like, so you move back home, and this guy in a scheme gets you further into your addiction because he yeah. finds an opportunity to get wholesale prices. Yeah. Was that a pretty good description? Yeah, and then and then and so I eventually decide, okay. I need to deal with this. So I go to the drug and alcohol counselor through my school. Whoa. What made you go there? Um, the fact that I was a crackhead. No, but like, what's the, like, so this from stereotypes, self-realization is you either fucking go down the road, get AIDS and die kind of a shit, or someone forces you into a rehab. That's like a million miles away from your home. So how do you so go? I did go to a rehab that was a million miles away from my home. And I was the one that forced me because I am a magical human being. Um, you had that much. No, I, I don't. You had that much self awareness. Uh, I don't know that it was self awareness because I continued to smoke crack while I filled out all the paperwork, and I continued to smoke crack right <laughs> until I got on the plane. Um, so I don't know if self awareness is quite the right word, but I had moments of clarity. So, like, what had happened is one day I was smoking crack um, <laughs> in the bathroom, you know, pretending to take a bath so that my parents wouldn't know. I don't know how they. Who knows? Whatever. So I'm like pretending to take a bath, but really I'm smoking crack. And I look in the mirror and I see myself and I have this just like moment where I'm just like so fucking sad. And I'm high as fuck, right? And I'm so sad. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to rehab tomorrow. Or I'm not rehab, I'm going to the counselor tomorrow. So I go to the counselor and I'm like, I have a serious problem. And I said it was coke because I didn't want to admit that it was crack. Um... I said, I have a serious problem. I need help. And I need it to be far away because I will leave. So, um, I mean, there's just a blur of crack and paperwork. Um, And I eventually get into this rehab in Montreal. Um, So right before I turned 18. Yeah, right before I turned 18. I went to Montreal. Or maybe right after I turned 18. Fuck, I don't know. Fuck. November? No. Yeah, November 21st, 2008. So, yeah, it would be 18, just 18. And so I go to this rehab in Montreal, and it's like this super intensive non-AA program, which is interesting because those aren't common. Um, Super, super militant. Non-AA because they don't do the self-reliant, like, higher power serenity prayer type shit? Well, we did do the serenity prayer, but we – it was just – it's just very different than AA. Um, like it was like we had, we had tears. So 
you start as a new member and as a new member you can smoke as much as you want and then after that i only smoked four cigarettes a day for almost a full year uh, um except for when my parents broke up then i smoked more but you know i didn't tell them don't tell anyone that's huge secret um but i uh and then so you, you go in as a new member and then you you become like rapid ramrod which means that you're like in charge of cooking and cleaning and then like there's just like these different tiers that you go up it's it would be an entire four-hour episode for me to describe where you have in detail but um and then you eventually become an older member and then like i mean i was not wise then i remember i um i really liked a guy in the program and like uh because it was co-ed too which is also unique oh wow Um, that's just setting shit up yeah, so definitely, definitely had sex in a Subway restaurant bathroom. Shut the fuck um, up! You can get to a rehab. Subway restaurant in rehab. Well, yeah. Um, Dude, yes. fucking, what the fuck? Stop. It did not work well. What, um, the sex or the sub? The sex. We didn't even buy a sub. Um... <laughs> You kidding? We were poor. We're in rehab. Um, How are you allowed to leave and just fucking like? Uh, well, maybe because I it was don't the understand end of my rehab. It was it was the very end of my program, so I was given like autonomy. You know, at the end of my program. And so you just love this dude, or you just needed some dick? Like, what the fuck? Uh, no, I thought I loved him. I mean, I didn't. I don't think that I. I don't think I really orgasmed until I was nineteen. Oh. Um. So. Uh. So, no, I mean, I wouldn't say I loved Dick at the time. I thought I loved him, but, you know, I, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, Lord knows I'm an idiot. I remember I went back to Montreal one one time, um, and I stayed at his house, and I didn't realize that he assumed we were going to have sex. And I also didn't realize he was a Satanist. Um, <laughs> it was, it was awful. Up, dude. <laughs> I feel like you're just a fiction writer telling me a bunch of fucking fake-ass <laughs> tales. There's no way this shit is true. There's no way I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to know a bunch of fucking like weird research. I'm going to send you receipts, yo. Like whatever I can find that proves my fucking story. Um, It doesn't sound real. I know. That's why it makes me laugh so much. Is because it sounds, it sounds made up. I know that. So you're leaving rehab and wait, like you've been hooking up with dude or the first time you're like, you know what the best place for us to fuck? That subway right down the road. Um, well, it wasn't quite like that. It was more like, where can we go? Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's exactly what I just described. Like, yeah, you know, it'd be a great, like, this is, this'll do. Um, which bathroom? That was the narrative. Men's or girls? Unisex. <laughs> Can- <laughs> Canada. So. Progressive. Oh, so progressive. Um, no, it was it was like a handicap bathroom. Oh shit! Did you put down? Wait, did my man get you on like the Standing. diaper changing station for like? Standing. <laughs> okay. Because even I have some standards. Um, okay. <laughs> some. They existed, barely. Um. And then, I mean, I guess that's basically probably the end of the interesting part of my life. Oh, that's it. Um, Because you never got to the suicide attempt at 17. Oh, I skipped right over that, didn't I? Sure did. Um, Yeah. 
that's just, I was just <clears throat> high, <clears throat> high all the time and hated myself as I've referenced so many times and did that. I'm a little bit worried because my, my nephew can hear me now. Um, oh. so, so I did that. Here, I'll shut the door. Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Yeah, so I was 17 and, uh, I, I mean, I just t took, I took how many, like a bottle of two different kinds of pills and it just so happened they counteracted each other, but I didn't know that. So one was sleeping pills called Zopaclone. The other one I think was Seroquel. Um, and I just took like the entire bottles of these pills and then I had written a note and I put it in my pocket and, and I did it at nighttime so that it wouldn't be suspicious. I would just go to sleep. Right. What got um, you before we go to the end, what got you to the beginning? Like why? What's that was on? a very strangely worded question. Can you please rephrase? No, I felt, I felt that shit deserved a great question because. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck You're you for not giving guy. me one, man. Um, no, what, what I said was before you get to the end, can we get to the beginning? So what you're giggling again. And I just fucking felt like that word was, a. Uh, um, Oh, okay, so fuck. that's a great I question. It. No, 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 you're no, asking... no, no! Don't fucking compensate me like I like we just hooked up in a subway restaurant, and you're like, Jesus, that was the best. <laughs> I can't believe I called Subway a fucking restaurant. By the way, God. Um, so my question, okay, my question to you about your question is: Are you asking what initiated me trying to kill myself? Yeah, yeah. So then the question did work. Yeah, great job, Sean. Yes. So um, before that you get that was a fantastic job, Sean. Wow. The question. Though uh, that was not meant to be patronizing, and I'm sorry that it came across that way. No, that's that might be the clip that like I may take this. What is this two nineteen fifty, and fucking be like that was a fantastic question, Sean, and just fucking like if someone says great question, and I might be like no, that was a fantastic question, Sean, and then like have them lead into their shit in future podcasts. I like it. I like the soundbite idea. Can I have your consent? Do I have your consent, Kara? You have my consent to use any of the shit. I don't give a fuck. There it is. Um, All right. Yeah, dude. But like, what the fuck, man? Like, why are you feeling well, like you got to pop two bottles of shit? I mean, I feel like maybe you didn't listen to the whole rest of the story. No, well, I'm lost um, in the timeline as far as because you told me earlier suicide at so, 17, but we've gotten past 17. So that's where I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, okay. But like, but like. Most of that shit happened before 17. So like a lot of that trauma, trauma on trauma on trauma on trauma happened before 17. And I had like no coping skills. I didn't have any kind of emotional education. And I was just in so much pain that it seemed, it seemed more fair to the people I loved and to myself to just be done. Because Jesus. at the time, I mean, I was, I was acutely aware of the burden that my pain brought the people around me. You know, loving someone who's in pain is burdensome. I mean, it's it's not so burdensome that it's not worth life, but it, it is burdensome. Man, I I don't know. Like, and again, we've been like kicking the shit, whatever, just fucking fucking with each other. But like, <laughs> like, yeah, awkward laugh. Like, that's fucking. That almost goes to my nineteen-year-old with twelve-year-olds type of shit. Like that's fucking like hear that right like 
hear that and like not not give up on that person because clearly that person needs well it's unquestionably a miracle that i am um, it's a miracle that I'm still alive. Like I woke up in the hospital on, you know, the breathing monitors and the tubes and all of that stuff, like two or three days later. Where are you at in the story you've told me? Are you with Peter at the mom's house? Um, it was, no, it was, it was after I'd gotten back from right, right before I started smoking crack, I think, or maybe right after I'd started smoking crack regularly. So um, you leave Peter's mom house at Peter's mom's house, you go home and you feel this need to end your life? Yeah. I mean, I felt that need pretty much the whole time, but at this point it's gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I need a strategy where this is going to work because I, I'm not looking for attention. I I'm looking for the opposite of that because attention means that I will fail, you know? Shit. So, but what made you act on it when you got back home? I, I mean, just, that's just the way that, that's just the way that this kind of stuff works is just sometimes it's dark enough that you don't know anything better to do, you know? Like, I don't know, I don't know the specifics. I remember the whole period was a very, very dark time. Like, from basically the time I went to public school until, fuck, even as recently as like two or three years ago, my life was full of, of a crazy amount of darkness. Jesus. Dude. And so, I mean, it's something of a miracle. So, I mean, rehab, like, so I, I like I said, I was super unskilled is, is really the, the crux of it. And I was, you know, on all sorts of substances, which is changing my body chemistry, changing the chemistry in my brain, changing, right. you know, all of that stuff. So there's, there's all of these factors. I don't know that there was an actual cognitive reason that that happened at that time. But I think it's pretty easy to draw the lines between, like, you know, trauma affects the brain in huge ways. Oh, yeah. Having having um, emotional skills is is huge for, for coping. Right. And and chemical alteration of your, your body, like, your, your body, altering your body chemistry is always, I mean, it can be very good, you know, like, I mean, I am not against, like, you know, medic- I don't take any medications because my body's very sensitive, but, um, uh, uh, sorry, psychiatric medications. Um I take other medications for my other illnesses, but um, I don't take any psychiatric medications, but I'm pro psychiatric medications if they help. But for me, you know, any kind of altering of my, my brain chemistry has always caused problems. Yeah. Um, And that includes cocaine and crack. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, that's something I really, and I don't know, I haven't spoken to a, Psychiatrist or psychologist? No, no. I'm just talking about like uppity fucking people. Like if they've (laughs) dealt with people with addictions, like I have dealt with people with addictions and like they've been in my life and I don't think people realize like the chemical, like they're a different fucking person and you can't just Mm -hmm. say like clean your life up. Don't you want better? Like you can't fucking guilt or shame them into stopping because they're fucking different. Like shit happens within your body that makes you fucking different. And I don't know if people actually get that. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I get that. Yeah. I'm I'm not yelling at you, man. I'm just fucking thinking out loud and yeah, no. And, and I mean, it's, 
it's wild how significant the changes can be and and how frustrating it can be and stuff like that but like i said so yeah i mean the answer to your question is just it was just you know it was probably just a mountainous molehill you know uh, a small thing that seemed insurmountable at the time but realistically the answer to your question is is just that all the conv- the factors converging to to reach a breaking point yeah it's just all the different walls every wall is a different thing and it's just fucking closing in yeah. So, I mean, and it's, it's NBD, you know, like it's fine now and I survived and, and it's, like I said, it's a miracle that I did just so happens the drugs counteracted each other. Obviously it upset my mom a lot. Um, I was in the hospital for two weeks in the psych ward and then yeah, um, I was going to, what was it like waking up from that or coming out of confusing? That? It was very confusing. Um, scary. Uh, I didn't, I didn't remember what had happened until maybe a day or two later. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you, like I mean, I was. Yeah, told and I don't what mean happened, that shit to be like flippant, dude. It. I'm, I'm not what? trying to. I don't mean that shit to be flippant when I say like, "Are you serious?" I mean like, I, I can't imagine a fucking day or two and like having like the memories. Like it's not like it out. came back like a flashback, right? But, but like I woke up and then someone explained to me what had happened. But I was like, what, really? And then as as the, the things wore off and, and I started, like, you know, walking around the psych ward and stuff like that and, um, like, bits and pieces of it came back to me until I remembered what had happened over the next few days. Yeah, Does that, that make sense? No, fuck it. Yeah. Right, like, yeah, because you're here and almost like, I forget what you had said about um, kissing Black Sean. I'm just gonna call him Black Sean because he's fucking. <laughs> he 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 may he may be the guy that raps with Eminem, Big Sean, but he's Black Sean <laughs> to me. So, like, when when we were talking about that time in Missouri, and you were like, "Oh shit!" When you say that, it reminds me, like, yeah, that's got to be trippy as fuck. Waking up in a spot, being mentally unaware. And then getting these cues that like trigger or ping certain memories where you're like, oh, fuck, that's what happened. Oh, my God, let me add to this. Oh, here's another Lego to build this memory. Yeah, it it was I mean, it was fucking like it's all so trivial. And I mean, I honestly don't I don't really spend a lot of time anymore thinking about all this stuff. Well, I'm glad I could force you to. No, no, it's not. It's not that I'm against it. It's just that it's like, it feels like a lifetime ago. And like I said, like, it sounds so weird. Like, it sounds so hilariously made up. And it's so funny that it's just like, like, it's so funny to me that the girl that's that that existed throughout all of these stories has a, a podcast about happiness. My whole podcast is about happiness. You know, and I am known as like the wholesome meme queen, you know, (laughs) like I, I spend all of my energy just focusing on love and happiness and goodness in, in its myriad forms. So it's so interesting to think that this is the path that led me there, you know, and, and I, and I just don't think about it that often. I, I spend a lot more time in the present or maybe the recent past than then in because like I mean you know going forward so like you know I, I obviously got out of the hospital and continued using drugs and then I went to rehab and then you know I had some 
alcohol issues. Um, like I was clean over a year from, from everything, including pot. Um, and then I, I started drinking again and then I had some more alcohol issues, although they weren't nearly as severe. And then I was dating a guy who, well, Peter and I were dating on and off. We broke up that final time at 26. Um, and then I was dating a guy and this is actually, this is kind of an interesting story. So I was on the, I was on Vancouver, which is like mainland Canada. And, um, and then I was, I was planning to move to the Island and I had my house for sale and I got an offer on it for above asking and, or not house. It was a mobile home, <laughs> um, an offer for above asking. And my neighbor, I, I finally met my neighbor who I'd never met before and I, for whatever reason, so like the moral of a, most of this story is that like, I'm totally an idiot for, for what I think that I like love someone. Um, because I thought I fell in love with my neighbor and I stayed with him and it turned out again, oh, I don't shit. like using. Can I, can I pause you there? Yep. <laughs> so yeah, might as well. Right. Cause bitch, <laughs> I'm in control. So what age are we at this point? What? What age are you at this point? Oh, uh, 20, 27 and he was 42. Holy shit. All right. So aside from the age gap, cause I'm not an ageist. Great job, bro. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is the third, maybe fourth time you've been in love. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been in love. Well, so I may be able to replay the tape if I had an actual producer, but I want to say like several times now, you've just like been head over heels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So absolutely. are you chalking that up to what? Um, well, there is, there's a lot of factors. Number one. I'm an eternal optimist and I forget my past constantly. Like I don't, I don't think about my past. I was mm. like, this is brand new. Um, <laughs> I've never felt like this before. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, number two, I mean, really they all come down to like, I am, I'm not naive because I'm aware that I do it, but I, I am willing to take a risk in case it's love. Oh, um, you know, I am willing to believe in love regardless of how many times I get burned. And I promise you I've been burned. Um, Wait, so anybody listening should know they will get burnt if they hook up with you? Well, no, I mean, hookups are different, but. No, well, um, that was an STD joke. Maybe it didn't come off that well. I apologize. Oh, oh, no, I'm clean. <laughs> I haven't checked. Uh, I. <laughs> For the record, Sorry, if anyone Sorry, wants man. to know, you, I you, have been clean. I've got receipts. You, um, may, you may have been getting deep. My mind went to STD jokes. I apologize. I thought we were cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, thankfully, I mean, considering that I was as active as I was in my youth, thankfully that never happened. Um, fuck, am I a lucky ass bitch? The sunshine's on my ass, you know. <laughs> and, and and I've heard when never mind I can't go there. All right, yes. So I just like it's probably been too much already because we're way too comfortable with each other for not knowing each other. Like it really yeah, is for, fucking. For like I can't picture your face even. Yeah, no so, doubt. Yeah. It's oh. fucking like, dude. It's fucking amazing how we're just like, yeah, man, you're fucking yeah. Let's talk about your asshole and let's talk about this shit. Um. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> Even saying it out loud makes me feel ashamed. <laughs> it's okay, I already, you didn't have to say it out loud. Me and all the listeners knew what the joke you were going to make. Um, all four. We knew. Um, yeah, so you're just like this eternal optimist looking for like, it could be. And that's honestly like a great... And we haven't gotten into your present, which kind of sucks about the past thing. And honestly, at two and a half hours, it may have to be a two-part thing, which I fucking wouldn't mind at all. But I wonder if that's part of what led you into this whole optimistic future of present and future is like, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a fucking punk that's scared to see if this is it. And there, there's something like romantic about that, right? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, the way that I see it and, and for wrong or for right, you know, the way that I see it is that like, it's just as risky to be bitter. It just feels less risky, mm-hmm. you know? So oh, dude, I mean, 100%. knowing that cognitively knowing that like the risk is the same, whether I believe in myself or not, or I believe in love or not, or I believe in the goodness of the world or not. Knowing that the risk is the same, I may as well err on the side of the things that make me happy. You know, maybe I've never been in love, but every time I thought I was, I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. You know, until, until it was terrible. But, you know, for that little while, it was great. And what was, what attracted you to Neighbor Guy? You know, it was probably, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be a jerk. Uh, oh no be a jerk Uh, come on man (laughs) come on man i know wait you don't drink anymore do you or do you i don't i don't yeah dude i'm fucking come on man like dude for those of us who are drinking and have been while we're hosting a pod fucking what was it don't be be. i was just gonna say it was probably the lack of hair or (laughs) the alcoholism or (laughs) the how the fuck does a lack of hair make you just stimulated all 48 bald m- subscribers that we have <laughs> that they were like, yo, Kara, check out this fresh cut. No. And they're um, bicking it. I don't know what it was. Uh, really. It was just, I mean, I don't really like physically speaking. He wasn't what most people would consider the most attractive dude, but you know, he played guitar and, and, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like we shouldn't have ever been together. He was like hyper conservative and I'm like, you know, center left. Um, he was much older than me and he's kind of mean and he got drunk every fucking day almost. Oh, but not the and good kind of drunk. Not like the good kind of like it adds to my stamina. We're fucking going at it drunk, huh? No, no. The opposite. The opposite of that. Oh, whiskey um, dick drunk? What? Whiskey dick drunk? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. my man. Um, Dude, I'm sorry, bro. But look, look, wait, wait. Public service announcement. I'm going to call him Keith. So look, Trailer Park Keith. If you find some girl that's 10 plus years younger than you, stop at a shot or two. Okay? Like, just appreciate what that bitch is trying to put on you and fucking enjoy it with your bald ass. Okay? And you know what? Your ass, and honestly, I shouldn't say bald ass because your ass probably ain't bald, bro. But the top of the head, 
should be appreciative of the head <laughs> this girl's trying to give you. How the how do you fuck that up? I don't come on, Keith. Jesus. <laughs> um, there was there was a lot of problems um between us and, and it never you know, and so eventually I left because I didn't realize how many problems there were like he would he would tell me like i can't sing in my my house because the neighbors the other neighbors might hear and judge me whoa, whoa, or like whoa, he told wait, me like you, they, you my can't... parents didn't love me because they sent me to missouri so they obviously didn't love me or care about me and want me and stuff like that you know wait so he was what was the singing thing you were not allowed to sing with him playing guitar no i wasn't allowed to sing like while i walked around my house because i constantly sing i'm obnoxious as fuck um but like I love it, you know. Yeah, own your um, shit, right? Like, be you, <laughs> right? Like, no, honestly, like. I I just wasn't I wasn't I wasn't allowed to be me. Like I I wasn't allowed to tell him I loved him in public. Holy when I say shit. not allowed to, what I mean is what the he, fuck is wrong with he you? He would constantly Keith? go. He would constantly go. I'm not I'm not telling you you're not allowed to, but it's just really really annoying, and people might hear you, and they make this big huge deal out of it. But then he'd always go, but I didn't say you weren't allowed. You know, and it's like, well, no, but you make my life a living hell anytime I do something you don't like. So, you know, Jesus Christ, um, Keith, but Keith, he, he Keith. didn't, he didn't mean to. And like, I mean, ultimately he wanted to be a good guy. We just weren't compatible. You um, know, he, he needs a little church mouse wife and I am never going to be that. Um, good for fucking you, fine. man. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck you, Keith. By the way, Keith, if you ever hear this shit, fuck you. You blew it, bro. Dumbass. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then that was, that was the, I, I moved, so I sold, I sold my place. So I put my house back on the market. So like I broke up with them, put my house back on the market, sold my place, um, moved over here, December 31st, 11 PM, December 31st, 2018. Why the fuck and do you know 11 PM, dude? <laughs> because it's badass as hell. What do you mean? Um, Eleven PM is no, because I had to take a ferry, and it was like a whole thing. Well, um, fucking say the whole thing, dude. Where this? I had to take a ferry. Dude, that was the whole thing. Well, I mean, no, it was that's a whole bullshit. thing. Like no. it's this whole so, big process. You know what? We're we're totally cool enough for me to call you out on your shit. You can't say a whole thing and be like, "I had to take a ferry." And then there is no whole thing that follows. <laughs> the whole thing I gotta is take the a ferry, fucking ferry. Dude, do you know how much of a pain in the ass Bitch, a ferry Like, is? what do you got? A fucking trailer? You drive onto a ferry. You drive the fuck off. You got grab a couple of drinks while you're waiting for the boat to dock. Like, it's not a whole fucking thing. What are you talking oh, about? You and I have different things that stress us out. Dude, why are um, you stressed on a fucking ferry? You're not doing anything. <laughs> Explain it. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, okay, so like you've got like this truck full of stuff and you have to drive onto this ferry and then you have to walk around for two hours because you're not allowed to stay in your car. And then you have to drive to this new place. And it was, it was, I just hate the ferry. I hate the ferry. I fucking okay, hate it. So I fucking hate in, the ferry. In fullness and honesty, and I need you to accept this and maybe How do even, I feel about the ferry? and maybe even apologize. The ferry didn't do any of that to you. No, it was all my own fault. That's true. And speaking that illness towards a fairy, I just wonder what the fairy is feeling like. Um, it's probably fine. Because it's a fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like 
I, I don't. Uh, whatever. All right. So yeah, it, it's kind of stressful, but like, I I don't appreciate you deflecting it onto the beautiful fairies that sh- that Sherpa you across ways because in any good novel going across water is a sign of transformation so the fairy is helping you to transform i mean by the way before you go on before you go on i feel like that was a really 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 good and intellectual like pivot am i wrong (laughs) about that like to bring in like literature and waterways and transformation no yeah, no, it was it was All right, maybe it's too fantastic. late, Kara. You know what, Kara? I I'll need you to like placate me. Okay, I apologize. It sucked. Keep going. <laughs> no, it would have been really good if it were accurate, but fairy suck balls. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's gonna be the quote. But fairy suck balls. <laughs> Love it. Um I, oh man, but yeah, so, and then, and then I've been over here and then, so like I, um, I started my business in, uh, in April, on April 20th, 2019. So I've been in Artstrom, but that's the, the art business. Um, in, so just over a year and then I started the podcast in March and, and basically, uh, everything is fucking roses. I, um, Andre, the guy that, uh, that, I don't know, hooked us up or whatever you call it, uh, connected us with one another. Um, you remember Andre? Oh, She yeah. said accusatorily. No, um, um, you're about, <laughs> you're about 12 minutes away from beating his record. And Andre at the time was my longest podcast and another all nighter where we got together. Um, cause he's fr- west coast as well so it was three hour difference so i'm talking to that dude at nine and yeah so he's talking to me on marco polo right now <laughs> okay tell, tell him i said what's up because and you know what tell him his bitch ass is slipping in my top 10 of podcasts downloaded and maybe he needs to step his shit up and be a little more intriguing <laughs> <laughs> intriguing human i've ever met on the fucking which is life. exactly why i said it that dude is fucking dope andre is so cool dude so, yeah um, so i'm gonna tell you a little bit about andre uh because andre is, is a really big part of my life all of a sudden and we've been shut the fuck up yeah so so super interesting um so Andre, I told you, I met him in a podcast group, right? And and he's like, does anyone need a guest? And so he guested with me. And then he guested with me again. And we talked about light in the darkness and like how darkness sometimes bring, brings a lot of good in your life. And then he's like, do you have Marco Polo? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like following this dude. And I'm like, he's fascinating. And at first I wasn't. I wasn't sure what to expect, right? I mean, especially because, like, you, you, you know, you, you, you have no idea what you're getting with strangers on the internet. Although so far, I've had pretty good luck. Um, Which is re- with- weirdly amazing for a th- attractive thirty year old that you would be attractive a thirty year old attractive. Let me try again. Attractive thirty year old female to get good luck on the internet. So there's well, a lesson. Okay. So don't like get me girls, wrong. I still girls get in totally my DMs, trust but... everyone who wants you to talk to them. Um, yeah, so I don't even close to trust everyone who wants to talk to them. I have like <laughs> six guys in my DMs right now waiting for me to message back, and I'm like, mm, probably not. Um, 
So, so yeah, I mean, what I mean is I have good luck with the people that I actually choose to engage with. Right. So you got that sixth Uh, sense, which a dude, I had this girl on, um, or I shouldn't call her girl, Jen Oliver broke down scientifically what your sixth sense is in your gut and how you get to like trust people. And the way she did it, I was like, I'm all fucking in on this, like feel like you feel someone real initial and you feel like safe or you feel insecure and vibe with it. Didn't, um, well, didn't yeah, cut and, you off, but sorry, like it just reminded me of that. Um, yeah. And, and so like what happened, <laughs> you're right with a six cent. Oh God damn it, Kara. Um, my brain is like a fucking scrambled mess right now. Because, um, be, because, 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 because of the wonderful things it is. Um, uh, because it's late and we've been talking for like two and a half hours. That's why. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> uh, my podcasts are like 20 to 40 minutes. Um, oh yeah. Do you know? Yeah. My shit. I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll go whatever. Dude, I've had, I've had fucking people like we hang up and then all of a sudden actually, um, Olivia's is coming up in a couple of days and like, it was like, oh shit, you tried out for survivor. And like, all of a sudden it's like, encore, encore. And we just keep fucking going for like three plus hours. Kristen was the same way. Like Kristen was like, um, I didn't feel I represented myself accurately. Is it okay if we like call and talk again? And I'm like, sure, man, we'll add another fucking hour to it. Why not? Um, and again, Andres, like Andres and I went almost three hours. Like, dude, like you could just fucking talk to that guy for. Oh, dude. So yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to continue on about, so I, oh, you know, I don't know. Man. He just got you there. He's, what? I said, he just got you there. Yeah. So we, so we talked, we talked on my podcast and then, and then he's like, do you have Marco Polo? Do you know what Marco Polo is? I do not. Okay. So it's an app. It's similar to Snapchat. So you, you just send videos back and forth, but there's not really, there's not a time limit on it. Okay. You can watch them live and the, the videos don't delete. And he goes, so he goes, do you have Marco Polo? And I was like, yeah, I've had Marco Polo for a while. And so, and so we started talking to Marco Polo and he's wow, like, I've got this idea. Wow, you're fucking cool. Um, he's like, I've Sorry, got this I idea where we can. I apologize. <laughs> I know you're just jealous. It's fine. I don't. It I don't is know. true. I feel totally uncool at the moment, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're so fucking cool with your cool modern app. So yeah, right. Um, <laughs> wow. I bet you just fucking blast that shit all over the internet and Wi-Fi. Oh, laddie fucking duh. Um, but yeah, so so we start talking on Marco Polo and he suggests like, what if we did a podcast of just like, like documenting a friendship developing, you know, or oh. I don't know if he said it, we, we came up with this. So because Marco Polo, you can export the videos and extract the audio. So we are now doing a podcast that is documenting like this super, super intimate friendship that we're making. Um, and and like we spend hours talking to each other, um, and like, dude, he's such—I don't even fucking know—he's such an incredible human. Like, he blows my mind. Um, he just—he makes me feel so like safe and like comfortable, and like he's inspiring. You know, like his boldness is inspiring, but so is just the way he lives life. Um, and so like it's like this adventure, and we're actually releasing it like soon. It's gonna be called Friends with Internet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> like it and 
And, uh, yeah, so, like, all of a sudden, like, this person who, he lives, I mean, it's probably, like, an eight-hour trip, but he's, he's supposed to come visit me, hopefully, when the run is over. Um, I would, like, I just would love to meet him in person, although, like, You're yeah. scared to, because maybe he's really, like, five foot one. No, I'm scared to because of, remember I was talking about how I just like fall in love with like shoes if they look at me right? Oh um, shit, Andre, yo. Well, no. Shooter, no, 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 take your shot, like Andre. Shooter, take your shot. 250, three-pointer, Curry, step back. I what? feel like you're misunderstanding. I'm, I'm just afraid that I'm going to ruin this cool thing by like developing these feelings. Why um, would that be a know, ruin if it's a thing? If I... Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying that I don't know. But, I'm just saying that there's a decent chance that I'm going to start having these feelings for him or yeah, that it, I well, think about him a lot already. Yeah, um, fuck you. It sounds like you're fucking head, head and toes deep on my man Andre. And Andre, I'm going to fucking message you after this shit. And we're Don't. going fucking third grade. Like, yo, Carol fucking likes you. Carol fucking likes no, no, he, you. He Drive your bitch ass I up mean, there. I mean, I told him that I had a crush on him or that I was developing a crush on him. And I've told him he's attractive lots of times. Um, no, but I mean, the thing is that I'm like, so because of this whole like fact that I, which you so gracefully pointed out how I seem to fall in love with people. Every time. Um, so, I have really like flipped the script since since the Keith is what you called him. Um, fucking Keith. <laughs> since what Keith. a dick. What a fucking dick. Um, so I really dick. flipped the Fuck script you, where Keith. now like I'm doing a much more like casual approach and I'm enjoying it so much more. Where like I'm not trying to make things happen, you know, and I'm just trying to let life happen and stuff like that. So so I mean Andre knows that these feelings are kind of there a little bit. Um, they're not necessarily super crazy yet but there's definitely potential for them to become something like that because like the, the man is magical um and from you what know? i hear all parts of him are magical as well what what, <laughs> what do you mean i'm gonna let you just fucking stew in that and yo andre <laughs> you're welcome my man andre andre well did you did you catch his um, when he was on Adult Swim, the, the the dating the dating thing? Dude, I watched for a little bit, and then when he went into ass licking, I was out. I was it's like, so funny! Oh my god! Oh and then my... they used that as the clip. Oh, that was so oh fucking my... funny to me, dude. It was funny because of the girl he was with. That was like. You're like, bitch, like you, ain't, looked, you ain't ready for that. She, like, you just she ain't fucking. Looked, she looked like she was in love with him the whole time. Dude. With, like, she's like, staring at him. Enamored like, that it was like, oh my God, someone with a jawline is interested in me. And oh, I'm sorry to be superficial. Mean. Right? Like, that is mean. But at the same time, I feel like I'm speaking my truth. And I feel like I need okay. you to respect that. <laughs> my truth is that I'm fatter in person than I look on the internet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you're still lovable. I'm sure you're still fucking lovable because of your personality. And the fact that fucking Andre is like Bogart in that conversation is like, bitch, you are the cigar ash and my man just smoked you. And uh, fucking like, what are you doing? Like that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like it wasn't a, um, 
it wasn't a truthful thing. Like Andre's not looking into your eyes being like, oh, mademoiselle. <laughs> like that shit ain't happening. You're talking about with, on the show? Yeah, not with you. Oh, Jesus, Kara, I'm not putting you down. I'm talking about her. Yeah, whoever that bitch was. <laughs> like, whoever, whoever unfortunately put her fucking face within that circle was like totally misled because Andre was going to let well, yeah, you I fucking mean, Andre have Andre is fine as fuck. Like, he is hot as fuck. Um, sorry, you probably don't care, but I'm just saying. Well, like, even like... I, I don't... It's not that I don't not care, but it's not... I'm just saying that I understand. I understand. I think what you're saying is that the, the it was mismatched, it seemed. Oh, dude. Well, like, so 10 to 1. Like, if you're comparing... <laughs> If you're and who the fuck is gonna make it like three hours deep into this podcast, right? So um, fucking <laughs> like, dude. I have if, a feeling Andre might. So, dude, I fucking hope he does. And because I, I'm, I'm with you, man. And I'm not going like French Tower with him with you, but I'm like, bro, that Adult Swim shit. That's a ten to one mismatch. That's like sharks it to was, a minnow. It was so funny though. Sharks to so a minnow, great. and and like you feel like. He's but like, I mean, she, she, she was a lovely person. I just, I think she was not quite as dynamic. 10 to one. Fuck you. As... 10 to one. Like, like you're such a nice person. I'm just straight going 10 to one. You can be lovely as you fucking want to. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Fucking 10 to one. Find a one, be enjoy, like enjoy life with a one. You enjoy love. You enjoy peace. You, you need that shit. That's fine. Andre ain't that fucking, you, you ain't holding Andre. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, like, and I don't think anyone will, you know. Like, I mean, he's he's very much a free spirit, and oh, stop. like, is this Kara? This you could be like the here one. Kara, Kara, you could be the one. Don't don't do that. Kara, Kara, so you could be the one. Don't. Why, Kara, <laughs> Kara, Kara? No, I'm. I you mean, got it, girl. You got the it. The thing is. I'm really excited about the projects that we're doing because he's helping. He, well, not helping, but he's working on the, the Draw and Love project that I told you about, the collaborative art book that we're doing. Um, well, it's not just he and I. It's it's I draw half a picture and then I mail it to the next person and then they finish that picture and draw half a picture, mail it to the next person, they finish it, draw half a picture, and then when we're done, we have. An By the way, that math doesn't of, work out. I'm just gonna like call you out. The fact that you say I drew half a picture. They finish half a picture, and then all of a sudden, you involve a third person. That mathematically doesn't work out. No, okay. So I'm going to need you to re-explain that. Page one, I draw half a picture, and then I mail it to the second person. They finish page one and draw half a picture on page two. Oh, gotcha. and they mail it to the third person. How is that the, the same person, picture? It's not. It's collab. Every picture is a collaborative work between two artists that don't interact. Don't ask each other what what to do. Gotcha. So it's a blind collaboration between two artists for every page of the book. Oh, page of the book. Got you. And then it's going to be this thing. And then it'll be a completed book that people can purchase if they want. And then the proceeds will go to the depth of echoes podcast as well, which is a podcast about mental health as well as the comfort squared project, which is a project out of Oregon where they um, make homemade crocheted blankets. They have a, uh, words of affirmation and stuff attached to them that they give to people in mental health crises. You are such a better person than me. Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I'm not the one with the, the charity. I'm just like, I want to give to the charity. No, um, the fact friend... that you're fucking giving to the charity is amazing. 
Um, 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 <laughs> we're just um bums. Um, <laughs> I've never said that before, and I am glad that I did now. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so like I said, I'm, I'm. As much as I see the fact that I could definitely like make a total ass of myself by falling for this person, um, at the same time, I'm not really too worried about it because I'm just so excited to just like spend time with him and talk to him and, and do projects with him. And like, he's so fucking talented and smart. And it's just like, it just feels like such an honor to that he wants to do projects with me. So, you know, I'm not too worried if, if, you know, something romantic were to come out of it. Cause you know, like, yes, that, yes, I, I feel attracted to him, but you know, I mean, like, like life is funny. You can be attracted to a lot of people. It doesn't mean anything on its own. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like it has to be something that happens, you know, it's, it can't be like, I want this, therefore it's going to happen, you know? So I'm not too worried uh, about it. The universe would disagree with you speaking into it, but okay. <laughs> the universe um, has done pretty good with me going, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I don't think I deserve any of this stuff. And then it just gives me good stuff. So I'm fine with that. Um, it's when I think I know what I'm doing, the universe is like, oh, hell no. Gotcha. I mean, I still believe in good. And I mean, I believe that I believe that I will one day be with whoever the one is. I'm just not tied to the idea of being a specific person. Yeah, you don't fucking sound like it. What? I said you don't fucking sound like it. Well, right now, I might not because I'm like a person, but that that can change, you know? Dude, that wasn't judgment. Like, that was more empowering and, like, reaffirming. I wasn't trying to be, like, a (laughs) dick and be, like, anti. I was trying to, like, confirm your previous statement, and you made me feel like I was fucking belittling you. Wow. Appreciate that. Jesus. Oh, come on, Sean. We're basically BFFs. You're you're stronger than this. I know we're okay. Yeah, no, that's true. We're older brothers. I'm good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, like I said, so that's kind of what's going on in my life right now is I'm doing the podcast that I told you about, The Conquest of Bliss, and now I'm going to be doing Friends with Internet and all of those projects, and life is good. I've got my Patreon is going, um, and yeah, I mean, life is just really fucking good, all right. regardless of what comes next. Well, here's what's coming next, bitch. Are you ready? Are you ready? Have you ever listened to one of my podcasts? Nope. Nope. I knew it. (laughs) Have you? Right? Like, this is why this fucking gimmick will always work because no one ever fucking makes it to the end. So, this is how I end my podcasts as of now. Are you ready? Yeah. Give me your best first. For last. We've saved the best first for last. Sponsored by Abstinence. Waiting makes it worthwhile. I don't understand the question. You were the fourth motherfucker to say that. <laughs> and I love when people fucking say it. Jesus. It is not complicated, Kara. <laughs> I will repeat the instructions. In you a slower. Last. Are you asking like the best first thing I ever did? Hundred percent. It's not complicated. Don't fucking overthink it. Um. Okay, wait. Well, wait. But I... but that will make like an interesting wrap it up story about you. What is your best first for last? Um. 
And if you say Andre, I'll say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Shout I, out. I was like, I'm trying to think of it. He's the first of anything. I guess he's the first stranger I talked to on my podcast, but that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking when uh, when I left my virginity, it was really romantic. It was holy shit. Um, uh, it was like, you know, I was 14 as, as we discussed earlier and, uh, <clears throat> it was, there was this, you know, it was a, a tent in, in the backyard, which doesn't sound romantic, but it was cause he played sex and candy by Marcy playground on the oh, guitar. He fucking then, knew. He fucking knew. <laughs> and then, um, and then we, like, and I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't finish, but I don't think that that's always a requirement for good sex. Um, I've had bad sex where I did and good sex where I didn't. So, you know, um, and it was just this really beautiful moment in my life that I hold really precious, especially considering the chaos of that time in my life. Um, like there's so many bad things going on, but there was just this one moment and it was a first. And so that made it special. Like, I mean, it, not including, you know, this, this, the stuff I discussed about, you know, with the mushrooms and all that. Um, you know, it's the first time that I, I chose to, and it was, it was really, it was just really beautiful, um, and special. What made uh, the guy, what made you choose the guy? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, he was my boyfriend at the time. And I mean, I, I don't know, like he, we went on to lead very different lives from one another. Um, he actually, yeah, that's a story for another time. Um, <clears throat> But it it just seemed right. He was close to my age. He's a year older than me. And again, thought I loved him. Different guy than any of the other ones. Thought I loved him. Uh, <laughs> and, and maybe I did. Like, you know, I say maybe I've never been in love. Maybe I've been in love all these different times. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it was just this perfect moment. And I, I chose him because at the moment he was the person that I thought was it, you know, 14 years old when, you know, you know everything. Yeah. So how does that, like, that's a sleepover that's fucking like six yeah, o'clock yeah, so we in were, the afternoon. That's actually the crazy part like, is what that the we fuck? were allowed to sleep over, but like we, we had to sleep in separate rooms, which is why Holy we were in a tent. shit. Um, but I was allowed to sleep over at his house because he lived the next town over. And I was allowed to sleep over at his house and his parents were Christian and, and my parents were Christian and so like it was this big deal that I was allowed to sleep over and we went for a walk and it was in the middle of the afternoon and instead of coming back into the house we went into the tent. And wait, yeah. so the motherfucker just had a tent in his backyard <laughs> waiting? Yep. Like Yeah, uh, yep. That's I mean we probably discussed it. I don't even know. Like it was a fucking shit. million years ago. No, that was well, not a billion years ago, bitch. That was fucking <laughs> 16 years ago. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck are you talking about? That was like a billion years ago. It was 16 Dude, years ago. Yeah. That's not a fucking billion. That's like, do you have the relevance of a billion versus 16? I am the least hyperbolic person in the world. Dude. Um, so my man fucking had a tent waiting for the walk back. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know why it was there. I probably, yeah, I know fucking I mean, why it was there. I'm just going to put it out there. I know fucking why it was there. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how much of it was planned. I mean, it seemed pretty planned. Like he, like I said, there was like chocolates and, the guitar and 
Stop laughing at me. It was beautiful. Dude, I am not laughing at you. Wow. So three hours in, you're finally offended. I apologize. <laughs> like sharing this like deep moment with you. Um, no, I mean, it was, it was this, like I said, it was this light in a sea of darkness from that time in my life. So it was definitely probably my best first and there it's last. Dude, like, so you're coming back from the walk. Do you see this tent? You like, I, I, I'm I think I probably suggested we go in there. Like, I mean, and immediately he's just fucking like, sure. You seem to expect me to have a very good memory, and I have a terrible memory. No, it's <laughs> it, it's more about like if that's your best first. I, I I'm trying to understand it. Like, yeah, how, it was. How do you get in the tent if you're spending the night after a walk? Like, is my man slick with his conversation? Is it more like? You're just vibing him because you've had such a great walk that you're like, I no, want I this mean, guy. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure. And now, I again, I don't remember all the details. So, like, forgive me, bear with me. My life has been weird. Um, but I think that we discussed the idea of it before. On you know? the walk, like, I mean, or no, of of losing my virginity. Got you. Um, I don't know why I whispered that, but um, <laughs> like shouting to the to, to the make rooftops, it dramatic. But, stuff. Um, but yeah, like it, it was. I'm I'm sure that we discussed it before. Like I'm sure that it wasn't him. Like it, it, it at no point did I feel manipulated or tricked or anything. Right? It was just this. It was just this, like I said, this beautiful moment in a in a sea of dark ones, and and it was good. And I mean, probably the second best first would be the first time I ate sushi. No, no, fuck sushi. So my man had chocolates waiting for you? Yeah, like, you know, the whole thing. It was all fucking very romantic. Fucking I mean, player. I've had lots of romantic stuff. I had a guy hire a quartet for me once. No, fuck that Day. guy. No, we're not talking about that guy. We're trying to give fucking... <laughs> Wait, what did I call the last guy? Keith? Keith. Yeah, all right. So we're trying to give Timothy some play here. Timothy, great <laughs> fucking job, bro chocolates like candles in that bitch no there's no candles that's dangerous and foolhardy oh, foolhardy in a tent dangerous. depending i mean i've seen a lot of game of thrones with khaleesi where she just fucking got it in with some candles and like bonfires so that's why i was wondering well i've never seen game of thrones um that's why you're sorry. way more interesting than me because i will spend my time <laughs> Watching TV and you spend your time like living life, Kara. Chasing snakes, yeah. Chasing snakes and leather pants. If you see her on the trails, give her a little what, what, and then step the fuck off because that's Andre's bitch. <laughs> no, no. That's um, right. Cause I am a, I'm a free, um, untamed woman. And you um, should not be called a bitch, and I apologize for that. It's okay. I felt it's like okay. we I mean, were fair, I'm kind of a bitch. way too comfortable, and I felt like that was kind of like the homey aspect of like bad bitch on you. I didn't mean it as nah. like a derogatory. I meant it as an empowering thing. Thousand percent took it that way. So we're Wait, good. Did you really, or am yeah, I just a for dick? reals? For reals, you. I mean, you've called me you've called me bitch like probably like sixty times, and the first time I was like, hmm. And then I was like, cool. Yeah, well, so. so so like I felt like it would be insulting to call you dude, but I'm like, oh. yo, you that fucking so, bitch. 
kind of a thing, right? Like for the record, for the record, I am comfortable with bitch, dude, bro, homie, um, friend. Jesus. So uh, I should have pre. Really so I should have pre-interviewed. So I would know that you can you can you can call me anything you want except for late for dinner and I don't know why I said that because I really also don't care if you call me late for dinner because that's because you're a comedian and it's a corny ass joke <laughs> that you have to say with that. <laughs> but yeah, for the record, if I'm late for dinner, absolutely call me out on it. Um, or look for me in the tent. Oh, yes, or find me in the tent with the with the chocolates and the guitar. Timothy, um, fucking get it, guitar players, man. Jesus, um, wait, was there really a guitar there? Yeah, yeah, he played Sex and Candy by Marcy Flager. I'm like, hang around downtown by myself, but I've had so much time to sit Shut and think about myself, up. and then there she was. Jesus, you know. I remember you saying that now, and I don't know why that didn't register. Chocolates yeah. and a guitar-playing teenager in a tent. Yep. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> it was fucking over. <laughs> It was over before it fucking started, man. It was like, it was, it is happening. Um, yeah, it was, it was, like I said, it was really, it was really special and beautiful and no doubt. Great job. Hey Tim, great job, man. Great fucking job, Tim. Way to do it. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Tim. Way to fucking do it right, bro. I feel weird that we're calling him Tim because my best friend's little brother's name's Tim. So let's just call him Nathan. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, wait, not fuck you, Tim, because that's a little brother. Great job, Nathan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to change the visual. Great job, Nathan. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, go ahead. But yeah. Oh, I was just, I was going to say, but yeah, which isn't really a thing that is valuable <laughs> at all in conversation. Kara, so thank you for partaking in the best Best first for last because that's that's a headliner, man. Other motherfuckers are. <laughs> yeah, how giving... are you gonna pick your show clips, man? No, I well, I don't do show clips, so I do I do timestamps. Um, I try not to. I don't know. I'm I'm fighting the urge to do like show clips because I feel like it. Um, it's a lot of work. No, no, I'm not scared of the work. I I don't want to pigeonhole people into a single thing like dude you fucking opened up for three hours plus like how can i put you into 20 seconds right or 10 seconds like i feel like that's fucked up so no not at all i'm not um i'm not trying to um pigeonhole you into some shit but i really am thankful of you fucking allowing us to get to know you whoever fucking listens to this and uh that's dope um actually quick request not a big deal but definitely you can tag me on facebook but please on the like the the description don't put my last name just in case fam you know yeah so what we'll do now that we've this will be part of the podcast by the way um that's cool i don't care (laughs) you can um (laughs) feel free to message me instagram twitter facebook however you want me to tag you and uh, that's what I'll do. Okay. Yeah. No. Like I said, I'm fine with the tag. I just, it, it, I figure maybe, maybe, maybe I will make it Googleable. <laughs> Whatever you want. You know, dude. I guess it'll still be Googleable. Oh, I mean, dude, I it's... care so very little. Like I try to. It's such a hard thing being open and like you worry about like other people, right. you know, um, because other people are involved in your life and they interact yeah. with your life and. Even if you don't say names, if they know who they are, you know? Yeah, it fucks with um, them. So, 
that's the only thing. But I don't think it's really that big of a deal. So I kind of I, re- I retract my previous statement. I don't give a fuck. Um, Whoa, bad put bitch. it everywhere. All right. Yeah, um, a bad bitch. Um, so, um, I have you friended in Facebook. If you have yeah, IG, you Twitter, feel free to send it to me. Um. Oh yeah, I do have Twitter. Fuck yeah, I do. All right, man. Um, dude, yeah, yeah. Send it. Just message <laughs> me, man, and we'll fucking. When I post, I'll tag you on it. It's um one of the uh, longer pods, and I appreciate it, dude. Like just fucking, just your openness. I really appreciate Karen. Karen, because we're hiding your you can name call now, me anything, right? But don't call me Karen. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we not hiding it, Kara? Kara. Listen, John, don't make me ask to see your manager. Kara, uh, Karen, Kara. What are we doing with the name? Dude, Just whatever. Just Craw. Craw. Hey, Craw. Yeah. Great crotch stories. Really appreciate it. <laughs> I, I told very, very few crotch stories. Um, um, maybe that you don't remember. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, that was like so a billion years ago. <laughs> um. <laughs> Andre, if you ain't snatching this bitch up, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Kara, he might listen. Shh, there's no way he makes it three hours plus in this. Wait, you know what I've heard about Andre? He goes four hours. I. <laughs> you have found the one thing that makes me super weird and awkward. So congratulations. Stamina? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, actually, though. Okay. Hmm. Yes. I have so many thoughts. Please. Um, well, you know, it's it's funny because we mentioned it earlier, and I kind of made it like a sort of a joke about, about um, like young young guys and stuff. But like, man, I'm try. I've got I've got a friend who who wrote the orgasm book, which is a, a Dr. Seuss style um, book about uh, the female orgasm, okay. and it's called uh, Oh the Places You'll Go Oh Oh. And I'm trying <laughs> to get her on my podcast because I really want to talk about like sexuality and like all the shame that's around it. Because it's like, so what if a guy is only five minutes? That's fine. He can go again. Like, it's not a big deal. So, I don't know why, but I felt the need to say that because I felt bad earlier when I made that joke. Because guys should not be shamed for leaving women. No, because that's not the only way that you can have a good time. Yeah. So, you shouldn't be shamed for the way that your body functions. Like, if anything, it's a compliment. If anything, it's a compliment. Go further. <laughs> How? Well, I mean, if if someone can't control, maintain themselves, if they whew. if they bust a nut too quick, it's because you're so attractive. Fuck yeah, it is. Have you, I was yeah. say, have you seen me? Um. No, well, well, dude, I'm not trying to step on fucking Andre's doormat. Okay, like no, motherfucker, um, welcome home. That's you, bro. But that's um, stop it. Uh, that's a great. <laughs> No, he's, he's, it's, it's not like that at all. And, and he's celibate and I'm not. No, no, no. Um. no. So I'm going to a different point about the dudes with attractiveness, which sometimes may be overlooked with, um, premature ejaculation. Is that the way to, mm-hmm. is that the way to put it? Mm-hmm. But like, it is, yeah. if like ladies, if you make your man bust a nut on one, two, 25, 13 strokes, like, 
that motherfucker was ready, ripping, mm-hmm. and wanting you, right? Like Exactly. That, then, that's the way I view it. And then here's the challenge. And it's not like Just, you ain't got time. I mean, there's dude, like the motherfucker things. busts within whatever seconds, minutes, then you just got a little bit of a break and then bring that shit back. And guess what? That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, guess why what? the shame? What's the point of this? No doubt. So I would completely agree with that mindset. And I would actually think, can we shape that mindset into a compliment of the quicker the pleasure comes, the more attractive you are to that man? I would like to think that people people would look at it that way but it's it's a process right you got to help people to unlearn a bunch of stuff before you can help them to learn how to see it properly or not properly that's arrogant as fuck um see it a way that is more conducive to happiness yeah because happiness is a function of expectations so dude like fucking deal with your man just being happy as hell that he gets to put it up in you and if that shit happens quick like hey keep keep grinding at his ass and I, or I guess keep grinding at his crotch, not his ass. And he's going to fucking like sustain it for you. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, regardless of what happens, if you view it as, if you view it as if it lasts, that's a good thing. And if it goes quick, that's a compliment. Then you're always having a good time. So, you know, why not? Dude, that's such a great mindset. Kara. You are an ultra positive person and I so appreciate you letting us get to know you or at least me getting to know you, man. I really, um, I really appreciate your time. Cause I'm surprised you were so uh, hesitant at first. You have fucking hella stories, well, man. The only, the biggest thing I was hesitant about is making, um, you know, multiple hours because I'm a talker and Andre told me you're a talker. So <laughs> yeah, well I, um, I compensate. So yes, I'm a talker. So it was, uh, yeah, the, the only real hesitation was like, you know, I'm dubious. Uh, I'm hesitant. I'm not going to use dubious again for at least a day. Um, bullshit. I call it bullshit. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was hesitant in the way that I always am when I interact with strangers. You know, you have to feel things out. But more than anything, I was hesitant with, can I find three hours of time? Whoa. <laughs> but we did it. Did it what, and what? fucking yeah, dunked it. Hell yeah. Kara. I just I just messaged Andre. I said I beat your record. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> tell him you beat his record and then some. And by the way, tell him you beat his record and my smile was bigger when you beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. Uh, dude. Uh, Jesus, this was Andre. so much fun. I mean, if you ever want to come on my podcast, it's only twenty to forty minutes. But if you ever do, let me now, know. dude, I ain't got shit to say. All I do is ask questions and fucking clap and laugh, make witty ass comments. I'm fucking uninteresting as fuck. Um, well, I'm gonna hard disagree, but I also respect your choice. So. Appreciate that. Well, part of it is like <laughs> the, and again, I've been trying to end this shit for fucking two minutes now. But like, sorry about that. No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> part of my fear is like as a teacher, public school teacher, you just worry. Like even just talking to you about shit and me being me reacting to your shit, you wonder like, does that come back He's at gonna hear you? This. Yeah. Does that come back at you at some moment? And then all of a sudden you're fucking like dealing with 
whatever the fuck they want you to deal with. Want so, to know a trick though, Sean? Please. Pseudonym? That's fucking later Sean's problem. Oh, see, but you're not into union Sean's problem, which is all about the fucking pension, bitch. Okay, you pension Sean's try. problem. Pension, pension Sean. Sean bitch, you trying to take it away? <laughs> all right, Sean. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, since since we're both having a hard time, I'm just gonna let you go. But oh, thank you so much. Way for, to flip for it up. Hey, appreciate you finishing me off, Kara. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right, you have a great night and. Hey, dude. In future days, until next week, until next week in this. Yeah, no doubt. It was great getting to know you, Kara. Thank you so much. You too. Okay, I can't figure out how to hang it up, so you're going to have to do that, too. That was it, man. Bye. On the subject I like most. Huge thanks to Kara for coming on the pod, giving so much of her time. Fucking marathon. Um, opening up about her life and uh, most importantly putting up with my wine sipping ass a little note to self here if you ever listen to this whole pod sober pods way more coherent thanks to vacuums for sponsoring today's show dirty floors suck but not when they're vacuumed friend follow subscribe listen thanks for the support later gator